Oh, there it comes up. Okay. Oh, all right. Oh, it looks like we're working. Oh, awesome. As I'll assume we're recording. Yeah, I'll keep running as a backup. Oh, you keep running case. as a backup. All right. Wonderful. Thank you, Craig. All oh, no right. problem. Well, then we are recording. Let me try John one more time. Look how much better the experience is already. <laughs> All right, John didn't answer, so I'm going to intro the show. Uh, I'm going to consider it. that a gift, by the way, too, guys. So, uh, what, John not answering? Or you well, no, no, me giving you suggestions <laughs> to download You're giving me the, a, free, a free program? That's yes, my present. Yes, that is, is a gift. All right, let me do the intro. Hey, John. Hey, guy. How you doing? Pretty good. Let's start the show. Good evening, America. I'm John Jay. And Guy's here. I'll see you all in about 25 minutes. Oh, hey, John. Have fun over there. All right. Let me introduce the other guests. Uh, Rob O'Hara, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Mr. Hutchinson? Happy New Year's Eve. Happy New Year's Eve to you too. We uh we just finished I tell you what, I was I was looking forward to talking to John Jakes. I know he's um got this uh this relatively new relationship. Oh, I think it's and, like two years old. Well, that's relatively new when you're old, I guess. But <laughs> my, my wife and I just finished playing Tetris and we are still talking. So I, I just decided that's like a good litmus test. It's like a relationship thing. Like if you can play Tetris and then just dump crap all over their side, and you don't have to sleep on the couch, I think that's a win. I you're think playing, that's... Wait a minute. So you're playing... That's always a win. <laughs> oh, now, now John's back already. Wait, there's two John Jays. There's two? <laughs> well, are, are, are there two of me, or are there one? Welcome to the New Year's Eve show, John Jay. Oh, thank you. Did we start already? Oh, yes. Oh, yay. Good evening, America. <laughs> no, you already did that. Oh, I did? Yep. yep. All right, let's introduce <laughs> the other guests. Uh, Andrew Morris, welcome. Hello, Guy. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I don't have Tetris, and there's an echo in my ear, but not sure if that's not sure if that's Skype or just my ear, so I'm just going to ignore it like I always do. I'm dying today, aren't I? <laughs> this is an intervention, John. We don't know why we're intervening, but we're all intervening on you. John Jay, we're here to improve your experience. Happy <laughs> New Year, John Jay. What happy do you call a happy version of an intervention? Wait, we haven't gotten to you yet. Hold on. Be polite here. I know you've already been on the show, but you have to wait your turn. We're John Jay's introducing everyone. And next, uh, uh, Craig Cohen. Craig, welcome. Happy New Year, guys, and I want to thank you very much for inviting me because if I didn't get invited to this party tonight, I was going to be at home on New Year's Eve rebagging and reboarding my comic book collection. Wait, wait, why do you reboot? Is the acid-free cardboard go bad after a while? Yeah, I believe the refresh is every five years. (laughs) Oh, yikes. I bet that's true, too. I've got four and a half years to go. Let me see if uh, I have the only comics that I have bagged and boarded are my complete set of ALF comics, which uh, I think well, will be fine. You need to be protected. Yes. <laughs> the bags and boards are in. <laughs> see if Jordan's here. I am here on the oh, end of well, the year show, aren't I? Here he is. 
As noisy as ever, Jordan. Well, how do you pronounce your last your last name, Jordan? I'm opening. I was opening up Surge. Okay, what do you want from me? Now I'm starving. Let me bring Mike on the call because the call is not disorganized. How many people are on this call? This is this is a party. This is not a swim cast. No, this is uh, Christmas. I got I got a few more, so just bear with me. It's it's after Christmas. I got news. No, it's still it's it's the Christmas season. It continues. It's New Year's. Nobody's on Skype, so so they can handle it. (laughs) Mike, are you here? Yes, I'm here. All right, Mike's here. Hold on, let me add Tim Leibarger to the call. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Jim DeSantis? Hold on, let me add him to the call. See if Skype can take this. This is officially better than any New Year's party I've ever been to in real life. <laughs> Somebody can get us on the phone. I think we're about to set a record. Welcome to, to welcome to Weekend Justice. I'm Widget Walls. I'm punishing Skype for making me update. And wait, who's that on, in this door? Why, it's the ghost of Dick Clark. Come on, Dick <laughs> There's still Dick Clark's name is still on the New Year's Eve show. Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. Yeah, so so is he producing from Beyond the Grave? I don't know, but I I give it personally. I give it five to ten years uh, from now until Colin Ryan. If he's on the show this year, he will only be slightly less dead than he has been the last two or three years. (laughs) Well, now what about if Ryan Seacrest, when he dies, are they going to put both of their names with a hyphen? Dick Clark, Dick Clark, and Ryan Seacrest rocking New Year's Eve with Sergeant. We're going to name Dick Seacrest's. Now I'm even going to go Dick Clark or Ryan Seacrest. It's Dick Seacrest. <laughs> Tim Leibarger, are you online? I am, guys. I'm just absorbing this chaos for a second. Welcome to the greatest. Amazing. New Maybe Year's Brian Dunkelman will finally get that second shot. Ooh, there's a relic. All right, let's uh, to so everybody gets a chance to talk about something. Let's go around and we'll just take. We'll start with with Craig, and we're going to go in the order that everybody appears on my screen. And everybody will will talk for a little bit of time about the their favorite movie that they saw this year. Craig, oh wow, um, it's it's pretty funny um, in terms of movies in the theaters. Um, I tr- I've been tracking for the last couple of years the amount of movies I've seen in, in, in theaters. And for the last couple of years, I've seen on average 32 movies in theaters a year. Wow. This year, oh, I wait saw... Wait, hold on, hold on. Let's, yeah. let's stay with that for a moment. All right. Yeah. So what is the average movie ticket price? It's like 10 bucks, right? Um, yeah, I mean, I normally go to like the, the weekend matinee, so... How much do you pay? Seven bucks. Seven bucks. What, do you get a soda, popcorn, anything? Well, you know the 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 old mega movies near me has you get Nathan's hot dogs. Yeah, so that order is is generally eight dollars and eleven cents for a number oh, one for uh, size. Uh, Fourteen times thirty three, uh, four sixty two, uh, and then you add a zero. That's your cholesterol. All right, you're good. Okay, you're excellent. good. Your your daily allowance is okay. So so you normally do that many. What did this year look like, Craig Cohen? I saw about nine movies in the theaters, and and I'd say half of them were were um, Marvel movies. Wow! <laughs> so this is this is the lowest number for you for many years. Yeah, yeah. It's just, and I and I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was just lack of excitement for movies, or how fast they come out um, on home video now, or um, I just didn't feel like eating Nathan's as much. I I think it's all those. I I do think it's all those things because I so rarely go and like I went and saw uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in the theater and 
It's I, I can't. I, it's that already, a joke? I can't. No, this is a joke. But I can I, get it. I can I get it on there. my TV for for you know. I can hit a button and watch it now. Uh huh. That that's actually speaking of, that was oh, no, actually, wait, 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 I, that was my romantic day with I got because I got a girlfriend this year. It was great. And that was the first movie we saw together was the Ninja Turtles movie. So if you want the most romantic movie out there in existence. It's not a bad movie for a, for a date because it's, it's relatively short. It's, uh, it's fun. It's not, you're not getting into, like if you go on a date and you go to the most, you know, to, to like a real serious movie and then you both come out all depressed, you know, you go say, hey, let's go see that movie where at the end Richard Gere dies. You know, everybody's sad. Who wants to see Richard Gere die? Like, I took a I took a girl to go see Casino once, and uh, yeah. needless to say, we didn't have a second date. That's a horrible wow. Because I mean, like, I haven't seen that movie since theaters, and I'm still depressed that Joe Pesci and his brother got buried alive. That's so Don't. sad. See, my my first movie was Thor, and it, she was actually more excited for the movie than I was. So, and that's why you call her Lady Thor. No, because she loves Thor, and her girlfriends are like, oh, you're Thor. Wow. And was she, did she ever have a babysitter where she just kept talking about Thor, and they went on an adventure through Chicago? She might have. I don't know. She's from Staten Island. But then somewhere in, in like, the end credits, there's Thanos, and you're like, whoa, can't wait. (laughs) So, Craig, what was the movie? What was the, uh, what, what stood out to you for this very official ruling of your favorite movie of the year? You know what? I think I gotta say, in terms of movies I thought saw in the theaters and uh, you know, that were first run, yeah. I'm gonna have to say Captain America: The Winter Soldier was probably the most fun I had in the theater. All right. Well, my good. shirt was off, so normally that's when I'm having the most fun. <laughs> All right, hey. John Jay, what do you say? I, for me, it's a toss-up. It's either that or Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. That they guarded, man. <laughs> they, they, well, I didn't want to say, "Oh, uh, Guardians of Peace." Has anyone here seen the interview yet? Yeah, we I, I, we watched it, yeah. it uh, here at my house on uh, on Christmas Eve. Because, all right, wait, hold on, hold on. Time out. We cannot talk about that. I do not want to get murdered over this stupid show. <laughs> oh, please. all right. If you guys are getting killed uh, by Kim Jong Il, that's your problem. I'm not getting killed over that movie. Please. <laughs> It was Kim Jong-un funny. There is, there is no movie I'm willing to die for. I, I've thought very hard about this. Not even Titanic. Oh, no, no, I will not. I will that not even Star Wars Episode 1? No. It's I not from it. Yes. I don't know. I think I would probably Hello? die for Jaws. You would, hmm. If, if you, but, okay, but, like, let's say you're going to see Jaws, right, and Kim yeah. Jong-il was going to kill you, possibly. He Kim Jong-un. No, Kim Jong-il. The I ghost mean, of Kim Jong-il. I'm not going to threaten the guy that's alive. I'm going with the dead one. Just yeah, but, but if the ghost of Kim Jong-il is going to kill you, then that's when you pull out the ghost of Dick Clark to defend you. Here's, here's my question, Craig. Let's say you're in this situation, and he's, he, he's threatening theaters that are showing this revival of Jaws. Are you bringing your family with you? Or are you like, look, guys, i got to go at this my, by myself? <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I, you know, nine times out of ten, I'm going to the movies alone. So this one, I would, I would just, you know, I guess say goodbye to my my loved ones, <laughs> give them a hug, and uh, you know, just 
thank him for all the good times and then go off and watch Jaws and then meet my maker. <laughs> it's just that's exactly the, the, the it's exactly the tagline that Spielberg was looking for. Wouldn't it be great if you were in the theater and you, you suddenly got attacked by great white sharks? Right? <laughs> like, like, you're just doing the popcorn. Like, what the hell is that? Like, it's like, blob a, shark, a Sharknado. Yeah, it's like shark blob. Shark. shark blob. Boy, this 3D is pretty good. Ah, <laughs> uh, shark still looks fake. Tim Liebarger, who I haven't talked to in, I think, over a year. Yeah, seriously. What uh, what movie stood out to you in 2014? You know what, guys? I'm not going to lie. I The last time I set foot in a theater, other than with my kids to see things like Frozen and stuff right. like that, I honestly, I think was the Dukes of Hazard movie. <laughs> I seriously <laughs> Which was a very good movie. Yeah, yeah it's not and, a bad last movie to see in theaters. Yeah, I, I hate going to the movie theater, and I avoided it at all costs. And so I find myself at home watching the same movies, Time and time again, much to the uh, displeasure of my wife. We've watched The Karate Kid probably another 40 times this year, which was amazing. Be honest, uh, how many times do you think you saw it this year? This year? Yeah, literally. I mean, like, no 20, exaggeration? 25. 25 times. That's so 25, awesome. probably. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, appla- I applaud you, sir. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there, yeah. Jaden Smith. Was there ever a week? So w- there were, were there, was there ever a week where you saw it twice? Oh, I'm sure there were. I, I, I actually, not to, not to, uh, plug stuff here, but when I wrote that, I had, I wrote a, a thing for Mental Floss that was like celebrating the oh, that's anniversary true. of this so year. That's true. And so I, I watched it like probably ten times the week, the week or two before that leading up to it. So, um, yeah, which which was fantastic. I, I, mean, I actually like, watched it for that. I forgot about that. I watched yeah. it and then I critiqued your stuff, told you what was good, <laughs> and I told you what was bad, and you didn't that's right, change you it. Did. Yeah, yeah. And I, now I, I, here's are, your constructive criticism. Fix and it. that's why you haven't spoken. <laughs> this, right. Yeah, this is true. This is true. No, you know, I did go to the theater, now that I think about it, one time this year. I went with my wife. She took me to uh, the Virginia Theater here in town in, in Champaign um, where they had the big Ebert, Roger Ebert Fest, where he picked, you know, his, it's actually his wife now, uh, you know, that he's gone, but picks all these uh, underrated movies. And this no, was no, the, 20- it's the ghost of Roger Ebert. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, this was the 25th anniversary of Do the Right Thing, and Spike Lee was in town, and so we they showed uh, Do the Right Thing on the big screen, which was amazing. And then Spike Lee came out and did a Q and A afterwards, which was uh, which was equally awesome. So I, I take that back. I did go to the theater now, this that year. That is pretty impressive. I gotta say. If I wasn't around anymore, I wouldn't want my wife telling people what movies to see on my behalf, though. It would be such a drastic change. <laughs> I just feel like my wife would be like, yeah, they're all the same. Fried we'll green watch tomatoes, any of those you ones. loved it. Yeah, I mean. Beloved classic Christmas with the cranks. Uh, <laughs> you, you, would, you would love she to die at that point. One. Pootie oh, Tang. Would be the, who would you like choosing movies uh, in, in your, on your behalf? In my in my death, uh, who would I have choose movies for? That's a very good question. Um, Me, Robert Osborne's wife. <laughs> Turning classic. <laughs> I don't know who, know who like, I would bequeath that to, but whoever it is, I bet they're twelve years old. That's me, what I need. Some horny twelve year old that likes. <laughs> I'm like We're watching Porky's again. Yeah, but then you're going to be like, there's that phase where it's going to be like, oh, let's watch The Maze Runner 2. 
But let's the matrix say, is so deep. <laughs> what about? I mean, it is it is theoretically possible that Roger Ebert would grumble around the house. I just can't stand that. Do the right thing, and his wife was like, "It's the best movie ever. You better give it a good review. When you're gone. I'm gonna recommend." I never want to see it. <laughs> One of these days, Roger. <laughs> All right, I think we got Jim DeSantis on the line. I am here. How are you? Jim, please tell us the greatest movie you've seen this year involved donkeys. No, that was not the, that was last year. So that was a 2013 movie. I, <laughs> uh, the greatest was Sharknado. No, the best movie I saw this year was probably. Uh, I like the big the budgets this year. No, actually, Babadook was pretty good. Did you guys see that one? I no, no, I have not seen it, but I've heard it's disturbing. It's just it's it's a slow burn. So like a lot of the kids are seeing it and they're like, "This is bullshit." Because uh, what's his what's his name? William Friedkin is that his name? The guy sure. did The Exorcist. Yeah. yeah. He, I guess he said it was like the the scariest movie he's ever seen. And so because he Whoa. said that and he made The Exorcist, like everybody was jumping on it. This is like three weeks ago. Um, and he gave that kind of ringing endorsement. And so since he said that, you know, people were expecting it was gonna like you know you're gonna shit your drawer as soon as you watch it. But it's it's not like that. It's more of a slow burn, like a Rosemary's Baby, and it's made. It's directed by Jennifer Kent, who is a female director, Australian first first film she's ever done, low budget. Um, really nice to see a, a woman get get into that, you know, uh, into the genre role. So, but when she's gone, excited. her husband's going to choose all the movies we watch. Jeb Kent, Jeb. They're all going to be serious movies. Yeah. <laughs> all two of them. Wait, was he chairman of the board? Or- no, that was Carrot Top. I get, the, I used to get those confused. No, he, he was, uh, he was, uh, um, Einstein, right? Young, Young Einstein, Einstein, absolutely. Okay. I get and those He was also a real genius. Yeah, serious? Yeah, you seriously are. <laughs> Jonathan Navarro, welcome. Thanks for having me. All right, now sit there quietly. We've got a lot of people on the line. <laughs> oh, we're going to get to you. Get in line, pal. What, what, is, what is your modus operandi here, guys? Me? We're having a New Year's Eve party. It's we're all. Oh. It's almost a new year. We'll all talk about our favorite movies, maybe have some resolutions. We should all play catchphrase on the air. Let's do it. How do we do that? <laughs> This reminds me a lot of uh, what John Jay used to do. He's like, let's have fifty people on. That's what I. That's what I said like five minutes ago. I'm like, this is devolving into a swimcast circa 2009. Just an advance warning, guys. I spiked the check mix. <laughs> oh no, it's a little soggy. A little soggy. I thought I was eating check mix. Turns out it was styrofoam. <laughs> At least you'll be able to drive home tonight, John. That's true. Wait a minute, I am home. <laughs> That's how Spike Who are? was. Who is everyone? I'm sleeping on Skype's couch tonight. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's one filthy couch, I gotta tell you. <laughs> the bottom keeps dropping out. If only. There's fuzz all over the place. <laughs> so, who hasn't told us their favorite movie of the year? Oh, me. Okay, go ahead. Uh, does it have to be from a theater? Mike, it doesn't matter, but that's where everybody else went with it, so you should uh, stick with that. Okay, I, I, I'm going to go with a directed DVD thing. And it was, uh, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Haven. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that? That, was, that, that was really kind of a movie. 
Yeah. The documentary about a professional wrestling promoter and manager. Yes. Oh, I, I just saw a, a VOD on on the Iron Sheik. Actually, it that's right. Funny. I I very much considered paying Sonny to come on this call. By the way, <laughs> oh dear lord. <laughs> no. No. That's no. something you pay one-on-one for, No, though, no, no, sir. listen. She does non-nude calls for for $10 for four minutes. So I was like, well, we could have her on for, like, 20 or 30 minutes, I guess. Yeah, what are we waiting for? <laughs> Is she booked on New Year's? Wow. No. Don't get that <laughs> we, we got room at one more room uh, room for one more. She's hey, wait. On, she's wait, already got, on this guy. Get her on after what her favorite movie was. You just opened up the door to a whole new podcasting circuit. If you... Could do a Kickstarter for guests. Just, like, this is how much money I have for the year. And you just pay guests. You can pay them. Oh, that'd be great. You get anybody you want. Nobody pays anybody. But you guys aren't getting paid. Wait, what? <laughs> you know, depending on how the Kickstarter goes, you could have levels. Like at this level, I could get the Iron Sheik's Gardener. Yes, yes. I would listen. You wouldn't listen to that. I would listen to that. I would rather hear from his gardener. I got a feeling they're the same price. Really? Come on. (laughs) Well, I trimmed his trees and then he just yelled obscenities at me and told me. Yeah, but how much would his new Skype combos be? Yeah, well, that's the gardener. (laughs) I tell you, I already know. I check my credit card statement. How about people who? How about people who've never who've never been on a podcast before? They're always my favorite to hear because they they never have any idea what the hell is going on. They're like, "What is this?" They have to explain it. This is a statement, right? Goldie Wilson, sunny here. Goldie, (laughs) yeah. Has Danny Trejo ever been on a podcast? I'm sure he has. He's, pl- he's played every well, evil Mexican. Email me and Skype me for info. I am texting her right now. H- has oh, anybody Lord. seen Lucha Underground, that new uh, Mex- uh, Mexican wrestling I show? I love that show. That is one of the greatest Lucha Libre things. H- have you noticed that they've been moving Danny Trejo around the audience every episode? Yes. yes. <laughs> they'll they'll put him in a different shirt and move him to a different seat. He's only like five foot eight. I swear to God, he's super. I thought he was going to be tall when I met him. He was super short. Where did you meet him? The best thing about uh, Underground is, is Vampiro, because whenever he was brought up, it's like, look, that, that's Danny Trejo. And it's like, that's it. That's his only line. It's not like, look, it's action movie star Danny Trejo. Look, it's Machete. No, it's Danny Trejo. I can only watch it on, I guess, the Spanish channel I have here, uh, Unimas. Um, and Vampiro does the Spanish announcing as well, so he does double duty on that show. <laughs> Yes, I said duty. So it's, yes. it's the Hell Ray Network. <laughs> Look it up. Or it's probably on YouTube somewhere. Yeah. It's a, it's a really fun hour of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they do intergender um, tag matches. With someone named Sexy Star. <laughs> yes. Her and Chavo have been having a great feud. Yeah, it's been great. <laughs> wrestling stuff. No, no better way to kill a about? podcast than to start talking about wrestling. No, you know, uh, you know what though, Danny Trejo before, um, you know, before the Machete movies is always like the evil Mexican in like every single drug lord movie. Yeah. And then the, the same as that guy with the long hair uh, plays a Japanese guy in uh, Big Trouble in Little China with the mustache. I can't remember his name though. Oh yeah, Ken something. Yeah, that that guy. Those two were like staples in every single like action flick. In the 80s. Like, Action Jackson, they needed, like, a Mexican. He was in there. He needed a Japanese guy, Chinese guy, Korean. They didn't care. They threw the other guy in. 
That was the guy that the guy that like uh, had to do like the soapy electrocuting of Mel Gibson and Lethal Weapon. Yep. <laughs> He's also he also played in probably his best performance, Genghis Khan in uh, Bill and Ted. Oh, that was him. Oh uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> All right, guy, you get um, Danny Trejo on. I will pay for it on the condition that I get to ask him questions about Bubble Boy. Uh, for four <laughs> That's right. Yeah. What was your motivation when uh, I'm getting, I'm getting bo- Bubble Boy? Right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you guys. On a bike, man. I have I have already uh, emailed Sunny, <laughs> so I'm waiting for her response. Mm. I've offered How much do her, we owe you? I've offered her eight dollars for twenty minutes. On the no, uh, eight minutes for twenty dollars. Wow. I'll show, show up on our New Year's Bukaki cast. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> I think that's the first time in my history podcast that word has ever been uttered on a podcast. Well, <laughs> John, I actually have a question for you. So uh, yes, you're, you're, the, you're the animated guy. You like all the animation stuff. What's your, what was I, your favorite I, I animated cartoon of uh, 2014? Was it the Rick and Morty? Uh, Bojack uh, Horseman? I've never seen that one. Over the uh, Garden Wall? It's got to be a tie between <laughs> Rick and Morty and Mike Tyson. Yeah, that's Mike pretty good. That was yes, pretty good. Mike Tyson's pretty good. It is. Whoever the voice director was on that, like, was able to pull gold out of him. Yeah. Yeah, and Bojack Horseman's really good, too, actually, if you get a chance. And, and if you've seen the poorly done interview I did with Mike Tyson, it ended like a lot of fun. He looked like he didn't yeah. know where he was or who he were. <laughs> He's just like, I just feel great. Yeah, on the show, it's great, wonderful. It's like, think of it as for a kid. It's a kid's show. But I just went in there, did my thing. But any guy, any of you guys uh, see BoJack Horseman? I have. It's, it's to me, it's okay. It's not as better. It's not as good as Archer, though. For me, it's, it's like it's like right, right below it, though. Archer is king. But that stinks. Well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I think, however, though, it is like good. It's like another Netflixy show to gear people to get into Netflix in case they don't want to watch reruns of like, I don't know, Scrubs. Yeah, I mean, it, it, the thing about it is Netflix has been having so much fun with it too. It almost makes you have fun with it. Like they had a Christmas special, which which it plays like. And I don't know if you know if any of you guys know who what BoJack Horseman is, but it's these animal characters that play. <laughs> Actual people and stuff, so it's like a, a seal as a Navy SEAL. Get it? So it's all, all, I, all I know is that I saw a picture of former Disney CEO Michael Eisner wearing a BoJack Horseman shirt and a John Cena hat. Yes, he's living the dream. It's, I'm gonna retweet it. I tweeted it the other day. That? How could you see him? It's a real uh, photo. Uh, uh, that's a How could you see what happened? Oh, I couldn't seen? see. You know, it was a hustle, loyalty, and respect hat. <laughs> That, so, that's almost as good as a shirt as the uh, uh, George Lucas Han, uh, what's it, uh, Hans shot first shirt. When you, see it, you ever see that one? Yes. I am. Um, Wait, I, I can't believe that George Lucas wore anything other than a, a 70s flannel shirt. No, except for this one picture with Harrison Ford. I swear to God. So, <laughs> you're sure he was wearing it? Positive. So, who has not contributed their favorite movie of the I year? I haven't. All right. But, uh, are you sure? Go ahead. Um, well, yeah, we had Marvel movies this year. We had we had uh, Captain America. We, yeah, we had we, uh, we had the Great Guardians of the Galaxy. But my favorite would have to be Marvel Presents 
Birdman. Uh, it was a heartwarming Marvel story about an actor who was starting a Broadway show, uh, who was a who was formerly uh, Marvel's The Birdman, and uh, it's basically his reclaim the glory. And it's trials and tribulations dealing with his cast and his family, and it's it's, it's such a heartwarming story, especially at the end. Wasn't it all one shot too? Yeah, heartwarming story. It was a Marvel one. <laughs> no, it was actually it was it, it's probably going to be like one of the Oscar contenders this year, and I, I actually Definitely. enjoyed it. Um, the only thing that got irritating to me in that movie was uh, the the soundtrack for it was always like a drum and bass, so it was always like. A, like the guy's walking and it's, and it's like that's always going on just pounding in your head and it's giving you a headache you sure and there wasn't a guy playing drums and bass behind you no no but there <laughs> was somebody's ringtone but in that the happens movie, in my theater on occasion but in the movie they they explain it it's just some guy like sitting in like the the break room of the the, the theater playing it. and then he's outside playing it and he's like it's like what God, what was I, that move? I'm gonna get you, sucker! Remember, and the guy had the band oh, all yeah. around. All the time. <laughs> that was yeah. just on recently. John Vernon as the bad guy. My favorite movie that I saw this year, which is not gonna be on anybody else's list, is uh, Tim's Vermeer. I don't know. Did anybody oh, see that? That's fantastic, dude. It is um, uh, a documentary uh, made by Penn and Teller. I forgot. I guess. Um, I think Teller directed and, and Pin produced or something, but it's about um, Tim uh, Tim Jennison. I guess he's the guy that founded New Tech, and, and it's a really it, it's a really interesting documentary. Even though it doesn't, it's about something that doesn't sound like it would be interesting. But basically, what it's about is um, this 17th century painter uh, Johann Vermeer who painted paintings that were more realistic than anybody else of his time. And they're super detailed, and the lighting and all these things. And basically, uh, you know, art historians have been baffled about how he was able to do this. And so there is a theory that he actually created a lens uh, like a rudimentary shadow box slash camera and was able to move this thing around and paint uh, you know, basically a real-life scene. And so what this documentary is about is uh, th- this guy, uh, you know, a modern guy who basically becomes obsessed uh, with, with, you know, being able to reproduce this. And then it goes through and follows him for the next two years as he recreates this painting. And really, it almost gets into, like, this guy becoming batshit insane. <laughs> Because he's like, he's oh, like, yeah. well, I want, you know, I want to create, you know, I want this to be realistic, uh, and I want to be able to paint, you know, a 17th century chair. So now I'm going to learn how to make 17th century woodworking tools. And so he's just on and on, you know, and um, it, it's bizarre. But at the end, he does basically prove this theory that uh, using, you know, things that they had available in the 17th century. But it, it's definitely when you read the little Netflix blurb. You know, this is a documentary about a guy that's going to recreate a 17th century painting. Does not sound interesting, but it definitely sucks you in. And it, it had a small theater release, and now I think you could get it on video demand stuff. But uh, yeah, it was definitely definitely interesting. That's a that was a great movie. I, I really liked that doc. I, I you know that was probably a, that had to be one of my top docs. I don't know if that came out. Did that come out last year? I know I saw I, it last year. I, it I was, was um, 2014. I know I did. 
Yeah, I think it had really limited uh, at the end of 2013, and then and I'm in Oklahoma, so by the time it got here, it was 2014. Yeah. It's good. No, it's, it's really good. It's still 2013 in Oklahoma. That's true. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We're, we're still waiting for Spike Lee to show up. He has not He has not come here for any. Uh, have, you, have, you guys, have you guys learned about twerking yet? <laughs> so... That's great. Let's do some New Year's uh, resolutions. We'll start with Mr. Tim Leibarg. Oh, crap. I knew I was going to be first. <laughs> you sounded Seriously. really busy. So well, I well to... I'm sitting here monkeying around with my <laughs> Nintendo trying to get RBI Baseball to start up, and it's not oh, working. Oh, I, I kid you not. I played Major League Baseball on Nintendo tonight. Well... You're probably having better luck than I am, so I'm getting nothing but a flashing red light that's about to make me throw this thing across the room. Well, the that's Houston my resolution. Astros lost 19 to 14 to the Cubs. So well, it was not a good night for me. Yeah, not a good Did night. Did you blow yeah. on it? <laughs> hey, you know what? <laughs> I've tried Windex. I've tried you name it. You Windex. name it. Yeah, Windex. If you rub Windex on the inside, it's not good for the game, but sometimes I'll get it fired up if you just want to play a quick one, so... Resolutions? Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh man, yeah, Resolu- like ten twenty-four by seven sixty-eight. That's what I want in the next in the next year. <laughs> but it's somebody else. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't, I don't make a lot of resolutions because I'm horrible about. I never keep them. I mean, I, I don't know so, if anybody who does, but um, I don't know. I mean, my, my wife and I have talked about like we we did this. Uh, I don't even know what it's called. This thing where we have to. I wouldn't call it a diet. But, like, we we really cut out a lot of garbage for about a month um, in the middle of the year. And I never felt better in my life. And I think we're, we were talking last night yeah. about, yeah, we uh, we were talking last night about doing that again in January, just after eating and drinking like crazy for the past couple of weeks, um, just to kind of clean ourselves out, not but as did, much as a, of a resolution as a kind of get ourselves back on track a little but bit. But did you get cranky from it? You know, I did. I did. And that's the thing is they talk about, like, when you do stuff like that after, like, a week, you feel cranky. After, like, two weeks, you feel superior to all these people around you. And, you know, that's what happens. It really did. Uh, you know, you walk around like, you know, I'm so much healthier than you and you and you. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's kind of interesting. It actually happens. But, you know, there's a there's a certain place in my life for peanut butter Captain Crunch. And uh, I, I got to have it. I got to have it. So I, I don't make resolutions. I, I hate to be the party pooper, uh, number one on the on the docket here, but uh, I don't really make a lot of them. All right. They give us something like one. All right, well, I'm going back to RBI baseball here, guys. If you got any ideas, let me know. <laughs> hit the ball. Please don't hit mute, though. We want to make sure we can hear you. Uh, uh, use rubbing alcohol. Isn't that works. That's the same as Windex, though, isn't it? Yeah, but it's, no. it's, it's better. <laughs> it's better than Windex. Yeah. There's no soap. Uh, rewind the cartridge. <laughs> I read that once a blockbuster manual. Rewind. The country. Oh, man. <laughs> Get a new 72-pin connector. That'll take care of it. You know, I mean, like, I, you know what? I've got a new one. It, it's a barely a year old, so oh, whatever. Wow. Yeah. Let's go to Andrew since you're, <laughs> since you're clearly awake. Uh, what's, your, what's your resolution for the year? Well, I, I haven't really given up on making them. I just kind of make them on the fly. I don't know if you remember two years ago when I started taking a sexy selfie of myself every day of the year. <laughs> I've got a folder on my desktop. I remember, yeah. And uh, I actually made it. I did one a day for about six months, and then I just stopped. Then you didn't make it. Yeah, I made it half the year, almost two (laughs) days. 
My wife is going through our, our, our photo library, trying to pick out some photos to frame for her parents for Christmas and uh, about every other photo for uh, that span of time in our library was a picture of me doing something incredibly sexy, and she appreciated that. <laughs> is, there, is there a resolution in there somewhere? <laughs> I just, well, it all spawned from uh, a lot of selfies on my uh, social media feed, and I thought, you know, there would be no better way for me to combat this than to add to the clutter. So my resolution was to have a, a sexy selfie of myself every day, and I started a Tumblr yeah. called Hot Picks 365. No! Did yes. You? Yes. Oh, wait a minute. Hold yes. On. Oh, let me look at this. Hot Picks 365. Uh, it's blocked by the software on my phone. <laughs> you know why? Some of those hot picks got super Too hot. Hot, hot, hot picks with an X or <laughs> no? no. <laughs> I've got a pictures P- of dried lemons. P I C S. Zoom out. And what is it? Tumblr. That Tumblr. I'm surprised P- that was still available. <laughs> I get I get things for like all penis these are and available. So you want to get on there, Mister McNugget? That's me. <laughs> well, of course it is. There's no there's nothing here. God, I like how you're being sexy around people that don't want your sexiness near them. <laughs> That's what makes <laughs> the awkwardness. You've got go away great. sexy appeal. <laughs> hey, what can you say? I'm a good looking guy. Ah, we have baseball. (laughs) Well, I'm glad to hear that. What are the teams? (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. No, what are the teams? (laughs) I'm I'm Boston. I'm always Boston, and I'm going to go against the Mets here. Carry on. Always, always. You're the same every time. Yeah, carry on. No, I change every time. No, I got the same lineup. Sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt the uh, the real real quick question, Tim. Uh, I don't play a lot of RBI baseball. What I like about Major League Baseball is that after a couple of innings, the pitcher gets so tired that you can control the pitch to an amazing degree because it goes so incredibly slow across the screen that you can literally at the with with less than you know ten pixels from the bat, you can swoop it all the way to the left because it's moving so slow. Uh, is RBI baseball? Are there any great cheats in that? Well, everybody knows you have to cock your bat. Mm-hmm. If you've ever if you've ever played RBI baseball, you know you have to cock your bat. Um, it helps you hit home runs. I'm gonna try that. I ask, also ask, ask any I was advice my dad gave me when I was 13. <laughs> That's great advice. And great the, advice. The other thing that I like about Major League Baseball is that if they they do it like a bunt, you can just stand around it and look at it, and they'll they'll, they'll run the bases until they get real close, and then you can grab it and tag them out because they're very stupid. The computer. Oh, yeah. Seriously, carry on. I didn't mean to interrupt. I was uh, after just 20 excited. Minutes, Twenty minutes about, of trying. We've got baseball. Carry on. John Edler, you and your mustache. What do you resolve <laughs> for the next year? Well, I'm not a big resolution guy, but uh, I don't know. Maybe it's <laughs> so you're like maybe... six forty by four eighty. That's where I'm going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not I'm even probably... that big resolution. Yeah, I'm going to get in those big resolutions. Nah, maybe adopt a, a little North Korean kid or something. I don't know. You guys, you guys were talking about that earlier. Now I want to. You're using it for a one. shield to go in to see the interview. You're like, hey, I got one. <laughs> Let us in. 
That's what you guys should do. I mean, now that you've mentioned, you know, King Jong Un, you can uh, release this for free on the internet for people to listen to. That's right. I know. Maybe we'll make it. Big. It's available on demand. Yeah, there you go. That's right. Yeah, that's how I thought. People are not demanding. Uh, Jonathan <laughs> Navarro, resolutions, movies, whatever you got. Uh, resolutions. Uh, well, continue with movies. Uh, I'm just looking right now on my counter. I've got like five Blu-ray discs that I bought over the. Well, not more than five. But I have five sitting here. I haven't opened. That I bought throughout the year. Uh, it's always something I always do every year. Like I always acquire a whole bunch of uh, Blu-rays, <laughs> games, things like that. And, and you're resolving like, to watch them? Not well. Yeah, wa- either watch them or at least yeah. listen to the commentary because that's the only reason yeah. why I buy Blu-ray discs True. nowadays, just for the commentary, no. special features. True. No, classy. I like that answer. I got to tell you, Craig Cohen, I was, uh, I watched, and the the movie doesn't matter, but I watched the movie Dinosaur earlier, and about every 20 minutes, a little icon popped up on the screen, and if I hit enter on my remote, it took me to a weird video where a guy with a mustache showed me how they made special effects 10 years ago, and it made me very nostalgic for the old days of DVD. Was it Gene Chalice? No, I he's wish. just some special effects guy with a big mustache. Should have been a velociraptor with a mustache. Sure, you weren't watching William Cassidy. Hey, check this out! <laughs> Didn't we have sure a similar experience when we saw that at the drive-in with the guy knocking on our window every couple minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about how they made this scene. Roll down the window. <laughs> We did see that at a drive-in, didn't we? Hey, dinosaur, the creepy drive drive-in guy uh, cut. I just wish you said baby instead of uh, dinosaur, because baby was awesome in the 80s. Remember that movie, how terrible that was? Didn't that have a subtitle like Legend of the Lost? Yes, secret exactly. Secret William, William Cat was in it. He played the dinosaur. <laughs> it was a Dino Laurentis film or something, I think. Dino De Laurentis. De Laurentis. One of those Laurenta guys. Hey, you look it up. Not a you make hey, I think it was, wasn't it? Or am I wrong? I gotta look it up. Uh, make a dinosaur into a pasta. I gotta look it up. Great as if um, he whispered everything. Like he shows up and then he's like, I know how we did this scene. He's <laughs> <laughs> First, we chroma key the human. <laughs> then Press this button. <laughs> so, Craig, what movie? Uh, no, what resolution do you have? Um, I am going to resolve to not say no or say yes to any podcast that asks me to be on. Ugh. Wow. Hey, what's on my say no. <laughs> Andrew, you don't have a podcast. Andrew, why don't you ask it's him? It's called Flopping. Bob, you have one. You can ask him. <laughs> Sure. I'm going to have ten people on tomorrow night. you lined up for the next... What <laughs> a month here for the next... Uh, My new podcast is a, a pyramid scheme. I'm going to get ten people, and those ten people get their ten friends. <laughs> the Ponzi cat is out there. And then, and then everybody whispers. You're just like, the next going on now? <laughs> next podcast is a Ponzi cat. Well, every 90 seconds, off. someone else... Right, and then everybody has to pay me a dollar to be on the show. <laughs> or they have to pay you to leave. stars on iTunes. <laughs> but if I refer to a friend, do I get 10% of that? That's right. You know, I had to block two people. And that's probably the only two people I've ever blocked on Twitter because they wanted to be on this show and they were unbearable, horrible people. Oh, I remember <laughs> those people. You remember those? Oh, Clansman82, yeah. I <laughs> 
So the first guy, and I, I assume they're not listening, but if they are, yeah, is one Mike Tyson. <laughs> the first guy, he he would like message me, be like, "Hey, when can we record?" And I'd be like, "Uh, he's uh, yeah, I want to be on your show." And I'd be like, "Yeah, that sounds like fun." And I never, you know, like it was. I just I didn't. I was like. Who are you again, and what do you do, and you know what are we going to talk about? But he just was, so I wrote back that would be fun, and then he starts DMing me like every day. He's like, I can't wait; it's going to be the greatest day ever. And then I was like, What the hell? We'll do it. Why not? You know, you really want to come on that bad? I, you know, I'd love to talk to you. I, you know, I talk to anybody, and then maybe you're you'll be fascinating. So he was like, It's got to be. I drive a truck for a living, so it's got to be like Wednesday, like before <laughs> noon. And I was like, well, it's, it's kind of tough. I don't know if that's going to work out. And so then it started getting, like, vaguely threatening. It was like, I don't know why you're having so many guests on. I have not been oh, asked yeah. on to my Wednesday Be- before. Because, because Bernie Coppell was more important. He was just, and he started getting angry. And then, it, it like, eventually he was like, don't you dare tell me it's going to be next month. And I was just like, Block. Never. Weird. I wonder if you could hook Skype that up was, to a CB. That was the guy who was not the drive through. That's right. <laughs> Come Holy in, crap. big guy. Uh, this is podcast one over. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to I had to post the box art for that baby the the lost I dinosaur. The Blu-ray of that, by the no, way. but look at the quote at the bottom of that. It says a cross between Raiders of Lost Ark and E. T. <laughs> Yeah, come on! Uh, <laughs> I think they're right. No, they're not right. Why have I never heard of that? Why have I never heard of that? This movie has nothing to do with it. If you walked into that movie thinking you're watching Raiders Lost Ark, you'll be sadly, sadly, oh, I think they're sadly disappointed. That artwork is a cross of those things. I think <laughs> wow, William Catt and Patrick McGowan, the guy who played the prisoner? Is look how that's the best picture they could get of the dinosaur. Is on that front cover. <laughs> the dinosaur. I remember as a kid. I remember watching that movie, and it was it was the last time I cried over something that wasn't the death of someone. It was I was at the <laughs> age in life where crying for nothing was gone, but this movie, just looking at that dinosaur, brought it out of me. The greatest adventure. <laughs> Didn't cry again ever until born. Roger Ebert died. Until Roger Ebert died. <laughs> and then when Kim Jong Il, kind of looks like Roger Ebert. If you let me zoom in on that, it's, it's the ghost of baby. Uh, Tim, what's the score? Uh, right now, nine nothing Boston. Oh my God, uh, in the bottom of the third. John Jay's offended. And uh, you're the, the same team in this match in your basement. You, you play the same two teams every time. Not this, I'm always Boston, but I always just mix oh, up who I play. Yeah, because there's like all these other teams in there just sitting around being bored. <laughs> <laughs> like pick, pick me. <laughs> the Windex hey. bottle keeps rolling it's between. Like, the right, they're like it's a, it's a monsoon. It's the WCW Thunder of baseball. Yeah, is that like the Wade Boggs era? It is. Dwight Gooden so, shelled. I. Uh, I'm the Seattle Mariners. Don't pick me. Pick uh, the Rockies. <laughs> Wait, when 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 was when did that? Was that like an '86 deal? It, yeah, like mid to late '80s. There's no like Rockies. '86, '87. This is far so. Is that the Rockies? Is that Clemens too? Is that was, yeah? Ghost, we got Clemens versus Goodman here, guys. Oh, 
I went to a game. I saw Clemens play uh, Greg Swindell, and I thought that was gonna be the greatest oh, yeah. game of all time because Swindell, he was he was built up to be the next Clemens, if you guys remember. Yeah. I drove from Pittsburgh out to watch him play. Back then, you didn't you couldn't stay in your own stadium to see like a you know a National League team or American League team play in your stadium. You had to go all the way out to go see him. So I had to go to the Tribe to go see that. Hey, uh, breaker, breaker, big buddies. Uh, Fuzzy Bear's got to drop off. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You guys keep up on your convoy, but uh, some of us got to work on the on the New Year's Day. So uh, we'll check back with you at another time. All right. Later, Edler. See you, guys. Bye, John Edler. Happy New Year. Good you night, guys. drink finder. Edler is he's down and down. <laughs> well, the podcasting Highlander rolls rolls one closer to a finish. Oh, joy. I'm getting a message that there's a problem with this call. Hold on while we try to get it back. But you guys are all still here, right? Are they just saying that this call is not very good? It might not be technical. It might just be exactly. Don't judge us, guys. We're listening in. There's some problems here. It's like you guys are really stupid. And this is way more people than you need. Oh, hold on. I think you knocked Mike off, right? Mike, are you there? No, he dropped. Uh, dropped. Mike's the one that was having problems. The ghost Mike. of Mike. Mike's gone, but Dwight Gooden just threw a 31-mile-an-hour oh, fastball. Oh, yeah. I'll speak on behalf of Mike. While he's gone, let's talk about Dwight Gooden problems. just had a 35-mile-an-hour eight ball. <laughs> eight ball. Well played. Well played. It's a 38. All right. Uh so, did everybody give their resolutions, or did we just hear, like, one? No, we heard, like, one or two. What's your resolution? Me? Yeah. Well, you I don't talk think somebody this? would ask me. Uh, what, 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 what would I do? Um, hmm. You know what? I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I want to um, finish uh, stripping the material, uh, the, the grime off of my the tiles in my hallway. I'm I'm about three quarters of the way done, and it takes a very long. It's very slow. You can only do like three of them a day, and so I tend to do like three a year. Uh, but I feel like this will be the year. Damn, that's adult. By the time you get finished, you'll need to start on the first ones again. Well, that's so adult it is, but it involves so more stripping, which makes it almost as sexy. You said that I got very excited, but you were cutting out a little bit. I got stripping three times a week and adults and something, <laughs> truckers. Oh my! <laughs> my dad has a sick sense of humor, and when I was growing up, he was a graphic artist, and his title at his work was stripper. And so he, but but he was on a computer stripping the colors from different labels for products. And I was in kindergarten at the time, and of course they have all this. What does your mom do? Your dad do for a living? Yada yada yada. Well, I asked my dad. My dad goes, "I'm a stripper." So I went to school and told my whole class that my dad was a stripper, and I had no clue how to justify what I just said. When did you come up with the lie that he was actually just taking colors off some kind of label or something? When, at what well, point did you decide to make? I that don't know up? if you. I don't know if you took a lot, look at the tumbler, but uh, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. That's right. Your dad have a three sixty-five tumbler given to your dad. Where's, where's your dad's three sixty-five feet? That's on my face. <laughs> Jonathan uh, Navarro. Geo City cities. Yes. Jonathan yes. Navarro, I'm looking at your picture right now. And it's yes. either a snorkel or it's the honey smacks bee, the bee. Is it the oh, bee? Oh, no, that's, the... uh, that's Buzz Bee. Okay. I was like, it could Buzz have been a snorkel. Bee. 
That ain't a snorkel. He's a stripper, too. <laughs> that ain't no snorkel. That you found those recently. Is that your the best thing you found in 2014? Uh, how would you see? Yeah, I was, uh, <laughs> I was walking with my family. We were, um, we were, well, my cousin, she lives in, like, the rich part of town, so we started walking through the, t- like, Christmas, uh, Christmas oh, Day. The, the walking, walking, watching all the, uh, section. Yeah, we know we were looking through all the, um, you know, the holiday lights and things like that, and I come across this gigantic trash pile, and I noticed there, there's a gigantic cereal box, and, like, it looked like something out of Supermarket Sweep, like, those types of cardboard cutouts, things yeah. like that. So, I'm, like, we're looking through them, like, Honey Nut Cheerios, there's a fruit by the foot box. It was pretty crazy. And we tried to, by the time we tried to, we, we circled back to think, oh, we're gonna, we should take photos with this. It was like pitch black and none of the photos really came out well. And that was like the best I could salvage out of all of them. Did you take him home? Oh, no, unfortunately I did not. I just, oh, we didn't have enough room in our car. That's so sad. <laughs> if I Sorry? ever get, uh, make an adult film, my name is going to be Fruit by the Foot. <laughs> that's a great name. <laughs> That's a great name. I love it. That is very good. <laughs> That's horrible. What was the slogan for Fruit by the Foot back in the day? Because I'm sure it applies here perfectly. It's a uh, yama yama. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. <laughs> something, something length of fruity fun. That's all I remember. <laughs> I guarantee you there's a whole series of Fruit by the Foot videos. I hate to search for this now. Ah. There's going to be no, a... You don't. <laughs> Please forgive me. This, getting pissed off. Wow, dare you not know the Fruit by the Foot jingle? All right. I don't that's know like, the Fruit by the Foot jingle. That's like last that's year when I, I researched fruit, the Fruit Brute uh, character. Yeah. On the, for yes. like two days straight, I was like addicted to every Fruit Brute thing there was. I was like, I need Fruit Brute in my life. Then I bought a box. I'm like, eh. According to, this, <laughs> according to this, is three feet of fun, so three Rob can crash. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to bring about five friends. <laughs> they call me the fruit brute. <laughs> call, call Andrew Morris. Also good. Dad. Also good. <laughs> he probably made the package, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Roll no, no, I here. don't know what you're saying. I don't know. You know what I'm <laughs> You didn't get the little elbow nudge in there either. I, I one time I was uh, the only thing I found was one time I was walking in uh, my neighborhood and I found somebody had put out a box of records and I got all excited because the very first one was like a an industry record like it was um, I didn't take it which I'll get to in a second but it was it was like you know how to you know put on your new tiles or something like that you know, something incredibly mundane. Dane, and I was like, this is the greatest box of records ever. And then I noticed that they just, like, it, it was as if they had taken a box of records and were like, we're going to throw these records away. Do you have any other garbage we can just throw on top of them and off to the sides of them to make them all gross and grimy so no one will take them from the curb? So I didn't. Am I the only one that doesn't have a story about the time I found a great pile of garbage? Yeah, I guess you are. I'm yeah. stunned, Rob O'Hara. I'm going to go God start searching. What is right happening now. over there? Are you Listen. okay? Do you need help? <laughs> yes. I, I just yes. found, uh, uh, this is not too long ago, maybe it's maybe like uh, six uh, maybe six months ago, it still falls into the last year, a stripper record. It's like a record's like, da 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 yeah, it's music. Because not only do I have this, yeah. Tim Liebarger has. Yeah, we've talked about that, haven't we? Man. It is amazing. I love it. 
It's oh performed my. by Fruit and the Roll-Ups. They have one song on there where it's like, take it off! And then people scream in the audience, and I'm like, wow, I feel like I'm at the strip joint. Yeah, it's... Let's, uh, let's, I'm going to try, this is, uh, this is going to be a game. Now, nobody else Google, I want, uh, I want, uh, um, the only one with the answers for this. Question. What? Never mind. What? <laughs> no, never mind. Never mind. Yo, my New Year's resolution is to play more video games, uh, I just thought I'd throw that in there. Here's what I want to, here's what I want to find out. Uh... I got in front of me the top 100 songs of 2014. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm going to suck at this. We've Happy got eight number one. That aren't me on this Did you call. Say top 1,000? Top, I think so. Oh, uh, my God. And 11 billion. So, let's see how many songs in the top 25 you guys can all name. Happy. Is it top 25? Happy. It's top. It's top. I literally don't think I know one. And I think Happy is like two years ago. All right, let's start with you, Craig. Um, Top 25. Can I just go with an artist? Yeah, please. Taylor Swift has to have a a top. Whoa, boo on you for naming like half of them. (laughs) I'm not going to count it until you give me a name of a song. Are you going to make me Google? No. I'm not a Google. Um, Just shake it off. Craig. Yeah, exactly. Shake it off. <laughs> Shake it off is on here, but it is not the highest uh, the highest ranking Taylor Swift song. It is uh, it's top twenty five. Is, is it, is it blank 11. space? What's that? Is it blank space by oh, Taylor blank Swift? Blank space is number one. It is the top song of the wow. year. When I've never heard of. John Maybe is that something for Jackal? Okay, reshuffling your stuff. I can't find my contact lens case. Just, just I thought he was going through his Taylor Swift CDs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that's, that's he's rifling through his CDs. Like, right now. There's a blank space right here. Let me. Now that's what I call music. <laughs> hey, oh God. <laughs> uh, let's go. Let's go over to Jordan. Jordan, give me one of the top 25 songs of the year. Uh, are you sure this is the top 100? This is the Billboard Top 100. That's not just the Hot 100 this week, but like. Because I'll go with that all about the bass song, you know that. All about songs. Uh, yes, uh, the the all about that bass song. Do you want to take a guess as to who sang it? Uh, Lord, Megan Trainer. Yep, she she did indeed, and it's number ten of the year. No treble. No treble here. Mike. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Mike. Just one. Well, I guess number one, so do I really have to? <laughs> I think I'm, I'm better than everybody here, so... Clearly, um, oh, if you're okay, Mike, then you can do it with the rest of the list. We'll just sit back. Uh, I'm going to have to say... Uh, uh, move That Dope has to be on there. Move That Dope. Let me see here. Is that a Nickelodeon? Is that a... Yeah. Move That Dope. I... It's from the How did that sound good, Mike? I don't know. I just remember the name of the title, and it was like really popular with people. So, extreme drug addict makeover show. Move that dope. <laughs> I, I, it's not here. Uh, okay, let's what go. about? Hang on. Hang on. Hey, what, what did you say the number one song was? It, I think it was Blank Space. Yeah. Like oh this. no way. That's got to be for like this past week. Could be. No, that's got to be for this past week, not yeah, for the year. Yeah, this week it's. 
Are you yeah. talking about this week, or are you talking about the entire 2014? I am talking about whatever I got from Googling top songs of 2014. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, well, that that's been out for the list like, we're going out with. So this song's there. been on the radio for like two weeks is all. Yeah, because uh, Taylor Swift is pretty popular. Well, then I'll go to Spin Magazine, and they... They uh, they have their top uh, fifty seven songs of the year so far. Good lord! The number one song is something by Katy Perry. Because it never ever plugged me. So let's uh, let's move on to. Um, so uh, Tim Leibarger, what's the score? I, I stalled out at nine nothing. I got tired of the uh, thirty mile an hour fastballs, and now I'm trying to get Contra to work. <laughs> Forget the code. That's uh, baseball for you. Let's uh, let's go with uh, Jim DeSantis. What is uh, what is the product of the past that you would like to see reintroduced <laughs> for the year 2015? Product uh, got to be Omni Robot. That's a good one. <laughs> the Omnibot is a very good choice. Jonathan Navarro, what would you like coming back from the past? Um, remember that candy bar? Or maybe it was a cookie. It was called PB Max. Oh, that was good. Yep. Peanut butter to the max, baby. Yes. Uh, Andrew Morris, would you like to re- to make a big return? I see Ecto Cooler. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. But would you know it if you drank it? No, but I I can still remember the metal can and the label on it with Slimer. And I remember having to punch holes or watching my mom punch holes in both of the top sides before she went to go strip for the night. (laughs) (laughs) Don't say that about your mom. It was your dad that was a hussy. Your parents had the same job. You know, Sharon does those cards. It could have just, <laughs> could have just as easy been the same orange high C in, in flavor for all I know, but I remember loving it. The stripping music is playing. Oh boy. Jim has powered up his record player. That's the number one song. <laughs> Where's Sonny? Oh, uh, yeah, let me see if she emailed me. Thank you, John. <laughs> see if she emailed me back yet. Oh wait, this would be a, it would be four dollars for the non news. I'll, I'll just put it I'll put it down quietly in the back. No, a little no underneath music from Sunny yet. To check my Twitter feed. Go. Uh, no, She's no. probably sleeping sleeping off getting ready for New Year's. No, but she but, she no, Sunny Sunny had had actually messaged people uh, tweeted out about fifteen minutes ago that she was looking for action. So she's open, but she must have gotten some better answers than, hey, I've got some dumb guys that want to chat with you. I don't think so. Overloaded I don't think so. podcast. I, I think okay. dumb guys is a really good one. I think she's pretty interested in that. Hey, dumb guys. We've got also uh, three feet of fruity fun here, too. <laughs> All right. Hey, listen, Adventure Club Podcast, can we can we play stripper music as like an underneath music, sort of like how they do with Plumy and Snyder? I would love to do that. That sounds like a lot of work. Um, let's go with, <laughs> all right, let's go with what, what is your favorite book you've all read this year? Silence for the next 30 seconds. And then we go back to Ecto. Okay. Where, where's my girlfriend on this? John one? Jay, did you read a book this year? No, no books. I bought a lot of books. I didn't read them. <laughs> what do you buy them for? <laughs> to read them. 
Rob O'Hara, you must have read a book. What'd you read? <laughs> uh, I did uh, read a few books. Let me think. Uh, I wrote a couple books, I believe. I, now, you know what? A great book uh, is As You Wish, uh, which is uh, Carrie Elway's book about oh, yeah, the behind-the-scenes of The Princess Bride. Oh, very good. And it's really good. There's lots of good, uh, uh, you know, if you're a Princess Bride dude. Is that... <laughs> <laughs> Craig, nobody's, nobody's admitting that, but that's an oxymoron. Sure, sure. Craig but, Cohen, uh, you're you're a literate person. What uh, what books? Uh, what's the best book you read this year? Um, I actually just finished reading uh, the Elmore Leonard book Raylan during this call. Is yes, um, which is based off of the character that he created that was um, turned into the hit TV show Justified. Ah. Oh. Uh. Justified was good. Uh, that is great good. show. Great show. It's, yeah. it's about to start its last season. Mike. Yes. Book. I've got two <laughs> that I've read this year. Um, I read Dan Brown's Inferno this year, even though that came out last year, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I read that. And then I just finished today reading, because I got it for Christmas, The History of Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, <laughs> sounds like a tremendous pamphlet. Uh, it's it's a huge two hundred page book. Wow, yeah. two books? No, two hundred page book. Two books though? Yeah, show off. Well, I, I've oh. read, I've actually read more books, but I don't remember them. So that just goes out to show how good they were. I, I just remembered I went to a book convention. I don't know if that counts. Did you a read book anything? Convention and you haven't read a book? I have I have a, a thing I, I do. was forced to be there. Thank you. On every every uh, flight I take, I try to read a book now. And the one that stood out to me the most was a 1950s novel uh, novelette called "My Brother Was an Only Child" by Jack Douglas. <laughs> okay, uh, let's go with uh, let's go with Tim Leibarger. You're like a teacher. Yeah. So yeah. you know about oh, books. I'm oh, like no. I'm like guidance counselor, believe you're, it or not. Yeah, you're a friend with books. Um, I read a book. You have an A day on this show. <laughs> I like your books. <laughs> I I read a book called "Can I Have a Cookie" by this guy named Bill Keen, and the the front of the book has this little boy named Jeffy, and he's asking if he can, <laughs> if he can have a cookie, but he but he's holding the cookie behind his back, guys. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> That is the best book. <laughs> I need I need to not read it. That sneaky son of a bitch. <laughs> you know who stole the cookie? I don't know. <laughs> not, not me. me. Couldn't be. Yeah, awesome. Then he has like crumbs in his face. I want another. A little bit of drool coming off his mouth. Right. And I have a cookie, guys. He's holding a cookie. You know what's so funny? When you said Bill Keene, I was like, wow, is he related to Glenn Keene? Then I was like, oh, right, he's the famous one. His son, though, is a very famous animator. Oh. Is he the guy that did the family circus? No, the dad did the family circus. <laughs> Billy was was the – no, wait a minute. Jay, time out. Time out. Hold on. Which one wrote the comic strip? I thought it was Bill Keene. Bill Keen wrote the comic. Well, then Billy was himself? Sure. <laughs> no, it was the ghost. No, the grandfather was the ghost. Uh, He's the one that found the star, remember? Yeah, oh, God, that, that's the worst Christmas. <laughs> no, it's so creepy. 
Bill Keen was. Oh, he's dead. I didn't even know. Wait he was. a minute. You're saying everybody was dead in that thing? Yeah. Everybody's Chris, dead, right, Dave. So let me. Let me. So just the grandfather was dead. I, I've I've talked about this before, but I I want to give a quick summary of the the Christmas special for oh, Family you. Circus. Uh, so Family Circus Christmas special. It's it's Christmas time. They're about to celebrate Christmas, but they can't find the star that goes on the tree. And the dad's like, "That's my." Father Star, I hate all of you, and I hate living. And then he just mopes around for the rest of the special until they're like, wait a minute, it's at the bottom of the box. And then they put it on the tree and everybody smiles, and that's the entire special. No, that is not the entire special. The entire special was that he, the youngest child thinks he was visited by the dead grandfather. Of course he was. Dead relatives. <laughs> so PJ is like the kid from Sixth Sense. This is sounding better and it, better. It is It is very spooky. As a kid, I remember I was very spooked out by it. I, I see dead ornaments. I watched... Spoilers. I watched the, the uh, 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 Snoopy, uh, what do you call that, Peanuts uh, New Year's Eve special where Charlie Brown reads War and Peace. Oh, yeah, that was on last night. <laughs> was it? I watched it on DVD. It was pretty oh. weird. I watched it without sound at the gym. Ooh, John Jay. Were you working out? No, I was reading a book. No, I was working out. <laughs> Were you working out while reading a book? Because that would really make it sound awesome. He's reading Family Circus at the gym. I know. Unfortunately, I am not. <laughs> uh, Jonathan Navarro, book? Uh, actually, I don't think, book? I think if I've read any books this year. <laughs> good for you. Oh, good. But you still got about 40 one. minutes. Ah, true. Uh, I see. I got a copy of Years of Steel on the desk. I think I'll pen through that again. He'll be done in plenty of time. Oh, no. Uh, well, uh, annotations and uh, earmarks in here, so. It's my dear friend Bart's book. <laughs> hey, do you guys hey. remember um, the movie from the 80s, Rad? You oh, guys yeah. all remember that? Of course. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, the, the guy who starred in it, Bill Allen, he wrote a book this year called My Rad Career. And it is what? his, yes, he's <laughs> self-publishing. It's, uh, it's uh, self, self-published. You can get it from his website. I don't know what it is. I, I bought it. And, um, oh, and there are three parts to this, bad. to this book. There's the beginning part where he's not in rad. And then there's a part that you'll be interested in where he's in rad. <laughs> and then there's the part after where he's not in rad anymore. And, I gotta tell you, he—I uh, don't even know why I want to say this on a podcast. He's—he's he's such a dick. Really, <laughs> he has no reason to be a dick. I know, and the thing is, is like, um, there's all these stories, and it gets really weird towards the end. I'm re- and you're like, it's those weird stories where you go, what, like that, you know? There's a story in there. He was apparently really good friends with Brandon Lee. Oh. Uh, and and at one you know so he's he's talking laser about laser missions Brandon Lee <laughs> <laughs> where there's no, no lasers no this is the guy that worked on that family circus so uh, Brandon Lee after he dies I guess leaves Bill Allen one of his cars so he has inherited a car uh, from Brandon Lee who is now dead but the car won't start and so he goes to a psychic who tries to get Brandon Lee 
on the the crystal ball phone to find out what's wrong. I'm not making this up. So he contacts the ghost of Brandon Lee. No, because the ghost of Brandon Lee is busy, but he gets the ghost of Brandon Lee's grandfather. He gets Bruce Lee's dad, or but he gets the mechanic, and it's like a conference call. Kathy Lee. It was Slappy. It's Slappy Lee. And they get him on, and they, and they get, um, he, but he's like, let me go get the mechanic. And he comes back, and the mechanic tells him what's wrong with the car. And, he, and then he goes and tells the guy, and he's like, sure enough, that's what it was. And I'm like, what? Like that? Like, I am, I don't care if that's all bullshit, I'm buying that book. It's it's um there's so much in, and there's one part in it I'm trying to remember who it was he was talking about and it doesn't matter it's a, but it was a celebrity that has since passed away uh, and somebody that wasn't nice to him you know and then at the end he like tells the story when the person he learns that they passed away Ray Walston no somebody that but um uh, but then at the end he goes but you know what in the end they're dead and I'm still here and I'm like God. It's so crude. But um, anyway, it, like I said, there's two-thirds of it that's not about rad, but there's a seminal third part that it's about rad. Oh, that's almost bargain. as good as BMX, BMX Bandits, almost. It, yeah, but, but rad is just rad like, is bad. that is that movie, man, where yeah, you're rad. like, uh, yeah, hell, you like who understand. didn't want to race at hell track? I, I wanted to go <laughs> ass sliding, and I... <laughs> I wanted, a, I wanted a triple shot, some Coke, Pepsi, and Dr. There's, Pepper. There's four pages about the ass lighting scene. Oh. I'm not I kidding. Wanted, I'm not kidding. Four pages. Hulk yeah. Hogan eats your heart out. That's it's amazing. Whole, it's it's a whole Hollywood thing. Mike Miranda with his second dramatic fall of the day. <laughs> so. You know what I like? The, the actor who played... Um, uh, uh, Mr. Duke Best is in a lot of old movies. He was a he was a famous actor prior to that. And every time I see him, I just keep waiting for him to be like, "That's the second mistake you made with me, Buster." Can we do that line again? <laughs> it's just like, no, this is rad. We only have one take. And then Adrian shows up for like two minutes, and then then Ray Walston shows up. But I always assume it's Burgess Meredith because I'm so used to seeing Adrian. And then the credits roll. Uh, Tim. Liebarger, you must have read this book. I haven't. I'm stunned. No, I haven't. I've... You knew yeah. it. it was, you knew it existed, though, right? No, I didn't. Wow. Truly really didn't. Wow. Cannot wait for this book. I still got my bookmarking. Can I have a cookie? Though it's, it's going to take me a little while to get through that. So <laughs> I'll put this on the on the shelf next. Uh. By the way, for an extra, I think it's five or ten bucks, he will autograph it. So I have an autographed Bill oh, Ellis. What did he write? Uh, he wrote, he read. everybody is an ass, signed Bill <laughs> Ellis. <laughs> All right. Nobody can ass slide as good as me. Right. Send me an angel, asshole. <laughs> Love, Bill <laughs> Allen. <laughs> have you read a book this, this past year that is almost over? I, I already did this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I'm reading. I, I'm actually, while well, I'm listening to you guys talk, I'm reading the Sonic Boom comic. So. Oh, boy. <laughs> Oh. Andrew Morris, you're a teacher, right? Yes. Did you read yeah, books? But see, I work with infants and toddlers, so I literally just read everybody poops. But 
And they but do. Everybody. <laughs> that book has graphic photo or uh, pictures in it too, just so you know. Oh my. Uh, but, so yeah, Google that. But uh, this year, I actually read a, a handful of books, but I enjoyed uh, Moonraker. I had seen the movie and think it's terrible. And I have uh, that book on my shelf. Is it worth reading? I think so, just because it's so different from the film, which I don't think Moonraker's terrible, the movie. I think, I mean, it's fun, but it's just kind of, it's so different. But uh, yeah. I always like reading those novels anyway, just because of how incredibly different they are from what went on screen. And uh, I also read Kane Hodder's book, Unmasked, which was kind of run-of-the-mill as far as how it goes, but the stuff about him getting, well, lighting himself on fire, basically, I found incredibly, I just can't believe he lived to tell the tale. It was ridiculous. But the rest of it was just him kind of... Uh, and if he didn't, Bill Irwin would have talked about him mercilessly. Oh. Uh, he love now. Bill I was, was there, is there an audio book? I love the audio books when they, when they actually have the actor read George it. Mitchell? I, I think there might be, actually. Kane <laughs> Hodder talk. reading? Come on, that'll be great. Could you, could you imagine? But basically the rest of the book sounds like Kane Hodder talking, though. I mean, it sounds, I was, it sounds like him getting into Mitchell. pissing matches with everybody he meets. It would be great if, like, he reads the book, but then he gets to, like, a section, he's like, this section's really crappy, so let's just skip a few pages. We're going to skip page 372. I'll wear gloves. It's a bridge it's now. It's diarrhea. <laughs> Oh my, John Jay. Uh, him already. Think about. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm here. What What is the the event of 2015 <laughs> that you think we'll all be talking about in 2016? Um, <laughs> the the next uh, drunk on Disney yeah, booze cruise. <laughs> oh, that's a good plug. Let's <laughs> so do that. Let's so do a booze cruise. <laughs> Uh, we need to do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's next, right? I would be in for it. Be great. Every episode's a blooper reel. Do it. Do it on the Hudson. We could do our. We could do like booze cruise slash uh, when we had that idea for the uh, the boat restaurant. That's true. The boat restaurant idea is pretty. There, it's still there, good. There, there is a boat restaurant in New York. Let me tell you this, John Jay. I was thinking about this the other day. Uh -oh. if, if I could have a superpower, it would be to have that watch from the movie Time Time Stoppers or Clock Stoppers or whatever it was, the Nickelodeon uh, movie from like right. eight years ago. Directed by uh, Riker from Star Trek The Next Generation. That's right. I don't know who you're talking about, but I, I'm going to pretend <laughs> that I do. Um, <laughs> because don't you think that would be the greatest superpower of them all, to stop time? Like, imagine yes. this. Like, imagine right now if, John, if you're like, I can't get my mic to work, and I just stop time and I walk over to, to your house. I can take my time getting there. I get there. I'm like, uh, let's just adjust this here. And then I walk back. And then you're like, oh, my mic's working mm -hmm. again. Because you don't know because time was stopped for you. John, if like, I could turn mic, back now, time. Like, my mic is working, and I have no pants. Well, but here's, <laughs> a, here's the thing, though. Are you going to get older as you go? Because you'll be dead in, like, five years. That's how long you You're thinking it's going to be like click, but I'm not fast forwarding through my life like Adam Sandler would. I'm just losing a few, you know, I'm losing what a couple hours walking to John Jay's house. No, yeah, but if, how many times you, you use that? Just that? Yeah. If you just, I mean, you're going to get old so quick, and people are going to be like, "Man, you're really aging horribly." <laughs> Maybe that's what happens when you see somebody that looks really old. 
That's you know. why. They've got the or, clock stopper. Or people like Morgan Freeman who just stay the same age. He doesn't have the clock stopper. <laughs> no, he is the clock stopper. He might be father time. Could be. Uh, Andrew Morris, what are you looking forward to in the year 2015? Please take mm. that pause out. Mm. 2015. What am I, I? That's a tough question for me, and I'm not even really sure why. I just can't think of what would be the, the big thing in the world. But, like, I think the big thing for me uh, is finding out what the celebrations for 30 years of Back to the Future is going to be. Um, and then all the fun. 30 years of Back to the Future, too. Well, it's thirty years. Thirty years, 30 years of, Back of the, the release of Back to the Future, well, right? But thirty years of the moment in Back to the Future too. It, well, it's that that's what's cool to. though is that it's it's you know both of those things. So I, I don't know if it's going to be more gag stuff around what did and didn't happen It'll from the predictions like, in that movie. We're not wearing two watches or two ties or whatever the hell. Right, right. Are they going to? I don't know. I, I just want to see what kinds of things come. To fruition from all of that stuff. I, and I, I'm talking I, about collectibles and, and all that geeky fun stuff that I love getting from the movies. I hope we get a crap ton more. More stuff. solar shades. More like so solar shades, the really crappy hat that he wears in part two. I want the sizing jacket. I want to be able to put a bunch of money out for the, the lacing shoes. Uh, you know, I, there's a lot of stuff from Back to the Future 2 that I want to see this year. And, I, uh, and I'm sure you will. Uh, I'm sure if it's anything like Ghostbusters was this year, I'm sure we're going to see, be seeing a lot of back to the Krispy Kreme stuff. I just, I just hope two things though. I do hope that they that there is no more further like releases of the films again because I hate the rehashing of everything all over again so often because they did that for 25. Uh, and I do hope that the Cubs win the World Series, and I'm a Reds fan, so oh my that's God. saying preach, something. Preach it seriously. Would that be awesome? Yeah, and no, not, not, not even Back to the Future, just because I'm a Cubs fan and I'm I'm sick of this. <laughs> well, that's the problem for me though is is I, I know we have some Pirates fans in the group too. Is the division here? I'm a Reds fan. I don't typically want to see the Cubs win, but they've got a good manager in there. But it's oh, his man. it's his first year, so it's a tall order. But wouldn't that be cool to see the Cubs win? You just want to put some money on the Cubbies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what if Biff would have made all that money and then we could have lived in his casino as, like, barmaids or something? His casino looked like crap, though. He did, like, the... It was like the, it was like the plaza or whatever. It was, like, the crappiest casino that's really there. But he know, didn't have one of the nice ones. I mean, this guy, no, he look, couldn't, he couldn't afford Caesars. It was like the Riviera. Yeah, why couldn't he? He was he could He's, afford whatever he wanted. He, he had spent a, all the money on that cool video. Remember, like no <laughs> <laughs> on her breasts. Her breasts. Her breasts. <laughs> that's, that's true. true. The, you know, yeah. money he had the clock stoppers. Taste. He needed the clock stoppers. Technology. Money can't buy taste, and 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 Biff had tacky tastes. It's true. He did. It's true. I don't know. Maybe he's like that Uncle Rico or whatever from Napoleon Dynamite. (laughs) He never got to throw the football over them mountains. But he's got lots of money because he had the almanac. That's true. And he likes to eat all your steaks. Are we going to keep going with this? Because I can keep going with this. No, it, it's, it's, guy, it's Guy having these long pauses. He's got to cut him out. He has to it's, cut him out. It's <laughs> you Guy. It's you Guy. What are you looking forward to? He had a long pause after mine. I was like, am I? Is this it? Is this over? Is this it? <laughs> 
guy has decided to leave the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll say <laughs> this though. On the uh, on the uh, what, what, you, what about Cuba? The whole Cuba thing with, with baseball in Cuba that could be an interesting thing. Cuba Libre. You know what I mean? They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna put out. They're gonna put like a whole facility down there. Like, what are they gonna do? The Major League Baseball is probably looking at chops. Cuba Gooding Jr. is too old to play baseball. <laughs> what Not snow dogs. Not snow dogs. Show me the money. Omar was a wild and crazy kid. Yeah. But don't you think that's going to bring a lot of like uh, major league talent up because of Cuba? I hey, I'll tell you, our our closer is uh, pretty darn stellar. So I, I would say. And, and the applause. <laughs> Do you even know who I'm talking about? I don't know sports. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I don't know what I team you root for. You root for Cleveland? No, nah, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. I'm rooting for names. What was Chapman? Cuban Missile. Missile. Oh, yeah, Chapman. Yeah, he was great. <laughs> Mark David Chapman? Yes, yes. Everybody loved him. Yes, I tell you. It, it, listen, it's hard to find, like, geeks that watch baseball. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah, totally. Well, hey, if you got, like, a joke you want to make about uh, Roman yeah. Reigns going over and making him look strong, I can do that. <laughs> Baseball is just not my style. You're more of a football just, guy? Just, just make him wouldn't look tough. Be, no, I'm a, I'm a fake pro wrestling guy. I would love a fake baseball league, though. Why can't we get that started? Like like the XFL. XFL for baseball. Baseball? The XFL, they weren't predetermined. I want predetermined where they're like, all right, look, you're going to go out there. We're going to uh, get uh, one guy on base, three outs. Uh, you know what? Let him get on base. That'll be good. And uh, let him go over big. And then uh, and then everything's just it'll be like a that real battle of wills where guys have to. Oh my god! I have to hit this ball. And I would love to see the like, pressure. Hit it. I would love to see the pressure on the pitchers having to throw a certain pitch at a certain time because it's like, predetermined. It's to be a double. But then, but then missing on the pitch. And accidentally throwing a strike when they should have thrown a ball and then getting really pissed off at themselves and, you know, the coach throwing them out. But that's not scripted because he was supposed to throw a ball when he threw a strike. I mean, you know, I just don't. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just stressed me out, man. Now I'm, going into, now I'm going into 2015. I may have an aneurysm. I think Skype oh, no. broke. <laughs> We're we're still on Skype. High quality call. Thank you, Skype. Rating five. This call is brought to you by Skype. All right. Still shitty. <laughs> that was a, was that, did, did Sunny just join? Is that what happened? Hold on. Yeah, that was Sunny talking. Let me look. Let, let me see if she's available. We may have to. The the, the title of the show will Sunny Watch fourteen. Sunny. This is almost like the episode we almost had Missy Hyatt on. <laughs> True story. Uh, well, let's go around and everybody give your your final thoughts, as many of them as you have for the year 2014, as we as we bid it adieu. Uh, let's start with Andrew Morris because your name is first on the list. I like that. That that's where it should be. Um, 2014 started out on a low note. And then kind of stayed there for half of it because I didn't do my hot picks this year. Um, so, I, I'm, you know, it's weird because I'm normally not a person to be down on a year. And this year wasn't horrible the whole way through. There's a lot of great things that happened. But this is the first time in my life that I, I can actually say I'm looking forward to the next one. Um, 
High notes, though, I would say I, I did meet Christopher Lloyd this year on accident, and that was pretty damn amazing. Um, the family stuff is always great, except for my wife thinking I'm a waste of her space. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, got, I mean, I, you know, I've got a great little guy and a, a daughter, too. So, you know, watching those guys get older is great. But I, th- I do genuinely think my wife thinks she has three children. And that's not me trying to be funny. That's just the reality of the situation. Uh, so, you know, I've always got that going for me, which is good. Um, and then all the Halloween movies are in one box now, so I couldn't be any more pleased about that. Oh, my God. I, I still need to get that. Uh, it, it, you know, the yes. thing is, is it overwhelmingly awesome? No. But are they all together? Yeah. So I'm good with I, that. I was really excited for Blu-ray copies of TV movie versions. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Some of those things are just a lot of fun to check out. Yep. Just because you can say you have it. <laughs> Isn't that oh, always the way? Seriously. Yeah, just say you you own it. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, I don't know. I've got issues. <laughs> Sounds There's good. There's a damn pause again. Wait! A pause. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wait. What's the pause? It's a, it's a, you know, it's a gift. You're the host, guys. <laughs> damn it. the host. I'm the sidekick. Uh, I'm the co Oh, John Jay? What, what's going on? I have no idea anymore. <laughs> I've I've lost all consciousness here. So, uh, I'll and you know what the worst part is? I never read a book this year. <laughs> that, is de- that is depressing. <laughs> comic books, you read comic books. Yeah, I did. Do, do those count as regular books, though? I think so. Keep books count. I think they do. Because I've, I've read a few of those. Absolutely. Yep. Ah, there's a pause. Yep. <laughs> All right. An uncomfortable pause. I'm just. Uh, <laughs> am, I, am, I, am, I, am I next or who's next? I don't know. You're you next. Mike, finish yeah. it. Tell us what you got. Okay. <laughs> it's, it bad, it's bad when the host has given up on the podcast. <laughs> Dante, you've given up. <laughs> I didn't give up. <laughs> so, Mike, what are you What are you looking for? Uh, oh, my God. We've switched hosts. This is like well, uh, 11th you. Doctor. Thank you, Jordan. You are the best host of this uh, podcast. Um, <laughs> I, uh, um, Sunny is I, selling some of her outfits. If anybody is interested, uh, <laughs> not is that somebody twenty fourteen? Wait, hold on. What <laughs> size are they? Fit you okay, either okay. way, John Jay. So stop. Oh. This, is, this is this is what John Jay does. He gets in these little tangents. He's on the internet looking around. And there's this long pause. That's what you're doing. For but then quotations. Wait, this is great. <laughs> Sunny is tweeting out pictures of herself, but she's got like a white box over the nude parts, and it says, "Whoa!" It says, "Send oh, me forty dollars PayPal, and I'll email you the." Listen, photo. just send. Let's let us at least see what you're looking at. Send me your pictures of something. I want to see. <laughs> well, look at my feed. Look through my feed. She's the last person I messaged, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> now I got to find your feed. It's uh, right. WWE HOFer. Sunny. <laughs> All right. Trey Cohen. WWE uh, Hoffer. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, leave. You cannot leave us on this. We're going, we're going around. We can go around twice if we want. Tim, what's the third inning of Contra? We've got time. <laughs> All right, third right, inning, right, I love right. it. Just, I'll, I'll go last. <laughs> Trey Cohen. <laughs> Um, 2000, 2014 was not a leap year, 
and 2015 will not be a leap year as well. This is this is true. Well, to, you know, 2014 is just garbage. Throw it out the window. Craig, have you had the Yumbo in 2014? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I I'm. It might be that I've had too much spikes checks mix, but. I don't know what the Yumbo is. Oh my gosh, you don't know the Yumbo. It's the high and cheese sandwich of Burger King. Yeah, it's it's a new ham <laughs> and cheese. You oh, I, I've seen the commercials for that. No, I have not had it. And, well, I hope I you have drive through still open. I hope you have it in 2015. I don't know if it'll be around again for another 40 years after that. <laughs> the Yumbo, the Yumbo was apparently around in the late sixties to the, uh, to the mid seventies. And then it went away until recently when they were like, we need more ham and cheese. <laughs> and why not? You know, I, that double down at KFC, it sounded ludicrous and it is, but it was delicious. Uh, it's like the McRib. It's, it's so the McRib is back. Man, Brad, come on. We don't know what it is, but the McRib is back. Mm. Again, again. In limited markets, they let the markets determine if they wanted it this year. Again. The thing Jeff, about the McRib, though, is you could dip anything in that barbecue sauce and it would taste delicious. I dipped my wallet in it once. <laughs> John Day, why don't you uh, ask Mike what uh, he thinks about the next year? Mike, what do you think about this, this thing? All right, uh, well, let's see. 20, 2014 was pretty okay. There was some, you know, terrible moments, but, yeah, that's every year. Um, I think 2015 is going to be pretty good, though, because I have a uh, Lego Back to the Future DeLorean, so I'm just going to play oh. that. Oh, I got that. Yeah, I'm just going to play with that now. I got a Ghostbuster car, too. Ooh, I, I need both. This wallet Lego. But, uh, yeah, 2015 is going to be pretty cool because I'm looking into a lot of stuff. So 2015 is going to be cool because they're coming out with the Lego movie double-decker chair. What is that? Oh, that couch. <laughs> the couch. Oh, they're, make, they're, they're making one, yeah. Just a Lego couch? Yes. Well, they're going to have the minifigures with it. But. Oh. It's not a life-size couch made out of Legos. That's what I was it, hoping it, for. It, you it, made, it. it could be. I I would I would want a couch made out of Legos. <laughs> I would, too. As much right. as I, I sleep on a couch, happened. I don't know about that. <laughs> John Edler. I can't, I can't change oil. But John, John Edler, what do you think about this? He's off. Think? He's off. I thought he left. Oh, there goes the neighborhood. Yeah, John J. Galbo. Uh, pass. pass. I want to uh, pass. Rob O'Hara. Um, John Jerry you know took the pass. You can't use it. My uh, my 2014 was great. <laughs> we went on a ton of vacations. We did a ton of stuff. It was my first year to go to Disney World. That's it was my right. first year to go to Disneyland. Disneyland. You did them both. Um, did cool. both of them. Uh. We uh, we did all kinds of fun stuff, and um, and then when I thought the year could not end on a higher note, I got invited to a podcast with nine other maniacs. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, can can uh, can we not invite Rob on here anymore? He's still living the dream. The possibility. Then I, I just heard something about uh, possibly seeing Sonny's white box, so I don't you know. know. <laughs> uh, no. So I mean, I it's going out on a high note. I don't know how 2015 can top it. Guys, That's why just... I'm not looking forward to 2015 because this, I really I feel like would be the highlight of this and next year. 
Well, yeah. Bob, I, I have a question. Don't, don't you work in the postal service? Don't you see a lot of white boxes? No, no, no. No, I don't work in the postal service. <laughs> <laughs> That's Jeff Ferry, I think no. you're talking about. Oh, no, I thought it was. I thought it was Rob O'Hara. No, I, but I do subscribe to a Tumblr, Whitebox365. I got that rolling in. Only got halfway through the year. Ghost of the White Box. You know what? I got to tell you something real quick. I actually made a resolution last year that I was going to take a picture, because somebody else had done this that was into photography, to take a picture every day. And I want to say on day six, I got up and I was like, you know, I could put my shoe in this windowsill and do this. And I thought, this is the dumbest goddamn resolution ever. So I have five pictures. I'll send them January 1st to January. I, and maybe if I could find the sixth one, you get one of my shoe. <laughs> but that was it. There were six pictures. I and guess that that's terrific. It died this a horrible death. Is, this is going to be my resolution uh, for this coming year, and God willing, my first photo will be with Sonny. <laughs> uh, with or without white box. Are, are you going to take a picture with her during Raw to get the 10%? <laughs> That's right. She says that she'll, she has a 10% coupon code if you Skype her during Raw. Oh, joy. <laughs> Jordan five percent if during SmackDown. That's right. <laughs> okay. <Jordan>. Guy. <laughs> you have anything for us? Oh, well, thanks for reminding me this entire episode and asking for my answers. Okay, so let's go from the top here. My New Year's resolution is to make comedy plugs. But product I want to see a return is Doritos 3Ds in a tie with that infrared string thing. Doritos 3D, what were they, were they like, uh... Oh, they were good. Yeah, they were delicious. They, they weren't bad. They were like it's, little like, puffy balls. Like, like, more puffy But air. they're not like those weird things that they have that are like weird mozzarella sticks at 7-Eleven. No, no. No, no. Those they're things like look puff. terrible. They're like puffy. Okay. They're hollow in the middle. I'm, it's I'm like, like eagles. It's kind of like eagles. I like it. All right. Uh, book I read. I read The Fallen Our Stars. That was a good book. Check it out. It's probably available at Barnes & Noble for like a dollar now at this point. Uh, Our, uh, the yeah. thing people will be talking about in 2015 and 2016, probably some some Korean pop song again, like Psy <laughs> up with like uh, Avril Lavigne and make something really annoying. Yeah. And everyone does a, a dance associated with it, with Elvis. And it's what does the Gangnam Style say? It'll be something like that. I like that. What does the Gangnam Style yeah. What does Opa mean? Hey, Jordan, uh, can, can you uh, throw a shout-out to Pepsi Blue for me, since I couldn't say one either? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I back. Pepsi Blue would turn <laughs> Thank you. on at Amazon. Um, okay. I want that clear uh, Pepsi back. Planer's Pepsi. Cheese Balls, guys. Planer's Cheese Balls. Oh, I didn't even know there was left. I want gone back. Years, yeah, now I miss them. <laughs> Sorry. They came in the can, right? I, yes. yes. Oh. Actually, all the things that are in the cans. Every once in a while, I'll see those pop up, and I'll be like, I'm buying that for a buck. You know what needs to make a comeback? Amiibo Fox. Oh, I was, no. I was sure. dressed in sure. the yeah. one. Hell, what the hell is that? <laughs> it's gone already? <laughs> well, yeah. okay. Uh, Amiibos are, uh, you know what? I'm just going to shut up now. <laughs> <laughs> 
because because that that, that craze that craze is just ridiculous. Oh my goodness! I am an addict. Right. I bought four tonight. Alright, amiibos are little figures you can use on your Wii U in the video games. Do you know what the video games are? No, yes, I, I know, know the I know the one Tim plays. Go ahead. Okay, yeah. See the uh, video games are really advanced now and we can have little statues that we sit on a controller so that way we can put our own custom character into the video game, but it absolutely changes nothing for the video game. What? Literally. Yeah. They're like little computer buddies. It's like, yeah. uh, there's like Skylanders, there's Disney. Okay, so you, you, can, you can get a Mario figure, put that Mario figure on your controller, have that Mario figure be represented in the game, and if you have friends at this point, you can take that Mario figure to another Wii U at a friend's house, put it on their Wii U, and then those stats transfer over. Do you, do you understand the video games in, in the modern world now? No, but I'm, I am. I'm gonna go get one. Does All right. it have to be like an official thing, or can you flop anything out on that controller? No, and it, has it shows to be up. That's okay. what they call the Mebos. That's uh, Nintendo's official line. Okay. Just yeah, sorry. Awesome. Uh, my 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 New Year's resolution guy, because you didn't ask me for that one either, Jeez. is to appear in three more podcasts. <laughs> three more. Three more. Just three, because I know I'm probably not welcome anymore after three. One, uh, so one will be a Plopex, obviously. Yes. Yeah, and, and then the other then two specials. It's probably just like, me over the, the Halloween special and another one of these. Yes. Okay. Uh, just under the wire. Uh, then then uh, I'll start. Uh, right now, me and Mike are working on TeamSmooch.com. We're writing some comedy articles, hilarious things, so my resolution is to get that don't, set don't, up. Don't let me in with this if it fails. I right, will. Come on. I, if it fails, I'm blaming you. All right. <laughs> All right. Fine. Um, and and finally, my 2014. Okay, so uh, oh it was it was for me it was weird because it, yeah, I was like we had a lot of good movies with like Guardians of the Galaxy and Captain America. You got a girlfriend? Just move on. A lot of interesting games came out. You had like I Am Bread. You had Octodad. You had Goat Sim. Uh, yeah. Wolfenstein. You had Wolfenstein. You had Return of Wolfenstein. You have a uh, you had a a, Mord- a Shadow of Mordor. That was interesting. A Dragon Age game. A lot of interesting games. And then you had really horrible things in the news. You had the Ebola thing. You had the Polar Vortex. You had uh, ISIS. Cosby. You had Bill Cosby. And ultimately, when we co- it comes down to it, it was actually about ethics and game journalism. Rudy. <laughs> But saved it. <laughs> okay, so who's next? Pick, pick somebody, John. <laughs> is, is anyone left? Who has Greg, that gone? Did you go? Uh, yeah, I got to talk about Leap Years, which was one of my notes oh, that's for this right. recording. Uh, Tim Leibarger. I went to the bathroom, and I thought I missed my turn. <laughs> <laughs> Your turn was a turn to be named later. <laughs> This is turning into one of those bad SNL skits, like when they go to Parliament. <laughs> I'm still wearing ladies' underpants. Okay, you know what? I have here. I actually have a weird question here because this will be something interesting. All right, so so next year, uh, Jurassic World comes out. Uh, Chris Pratt movie. Oh this, yeah. So, is there any other movie franchises you think should be brought back? Or revived in such a Star, 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 
Mm. Or Star Trek, exactly. So, so J.J. Abrams, I want Star Trek. Good job. The last Starfighter. I oh. want oh. Crocodile Dundee in Los Angeles Part Two. Yes. <laughs> no, I want Time Bandits because there's no way they can wrangle that many good ones up. I want Josh and Sam Part Two. <laughs> I, I want, want I want Jack I want, and Jill too. Bill and Ted's Geriatric Adventure. See, now you guys want, are just being silly. I really I do want to crack about that. But I, I want them in Los Darryl, Angeles. Daryl Part 2. Hey, I'm being serious about Jack and Jill, too. I think that was Adam Sandler's best work. <laughs> no, it was not. <laughs> it was is this a part of your skit? Best work. Are, are we doing, is this a Ooh. skit right now? I'm not doing a skit. Tarantino? No. Oh, ah, Pacino. Oh, I got all excited. I thought Tarantino directed that. <laughs> if Tarantino directs Jack and Jill to all piecing that but, but listen, if they did time bandits, it's just like Melissa Adam McCarthy is like the you know, the fat you know comedian that goes in every movie. They can't yeah. put Peter Dinklage in all those parts. What are they going to do? They'll get that guy from uh, the Tim Burton um, Willy Wonka movie. Nah, uh, yeah, Christopher, yeah. Roy. Christopher Lee. He is way. That guy's way too. He's way too creepy looking. Oh, he's a sweet man. Yeah, no, they do like a feature at the Hobbit films. Oh, right, they just CGI some people. Uh, That's horrible. Seth Rogen and all, all his buddies. Oh, <laughs> uh, his buddies. They'll get Gable and Yeah, okay. I gotta admit, I gotta admit, a, a short Jonah Hill would be pretty funny. It'll be Judd Apatow's. Three <laughs> two. Actually, you know, for real, I would like to see Tron three. Oh yeah, I really liked the, the remake of Tron. I did, I really did. I, yeah, it, it was good. I yeah, the, the second movie was pretty good. Yeah. So, so maybe I think that's going to probably come out like fifteen, twenty years. It's kind of like in sequences. Yeah. yeah. At least he had that TV show. That was good. Yeah, the TV show was surprising. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I liked. You know, I the Apes movie too. People didn't talk about that. I really dug the Planet of the Apes movie a lot. Did you guys actually see the Jurassic World like website? No, I haven't been there yet. They actually made it look like, oh, it's a natural theme park. There's, like, a map of, like, the... the really? Like, yeah, so it's, like, there's a wait times, there's ca- park capacity. Oh, yeah, half, really of cool. half of Gentle it. Gentle Giant's Pegasus, okay. 24 minutes. You know? <sighs> it is so weird. And there's also apparently, like, their own version of, like, the Disney uh, Square, where there's, like, little mall stores. There's apparently, um... Let me get to it. There's... You can, you can go to a Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville. Ah, yeah, you <laughs> can Jurassic see that in the trailer. <laughs> it's yeah, reminiscent you, of City Walk. If you yeah, mix the website, website with Indiana Jones, it's kind of like baby, really. Don't let the rain scare you <laughs> off. Whatever is falling from the sky, Jurassic World raincoats will protect you. Get one at your nearest kiosk. I think this is pretty cool. I like the idea of the map. Jonathan Navarro. Oh. Yes. 2014, 2015. Talk for a few seconds. All right, so 2014, <laughs> let's see. Well, beginning of the year, we That's had... That's uh, Yep, there you go. <laughs> no. <laughs> go ahead. Time's up. Give us more. More uh, than that. Let us see something about Dennis Miller doll. Go. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> Dennis Miller doll. You know what, dude? I couldn't get my buddy to to find a proper pair of shoes for it. Everything was either too big or too small. I like barefoot Dennis Miller doll. It's it's better than having to wrangle some things. Oh, actually, the leg came apart. I've been trying to fix the ball joint. <laughs> when I sat him up on uh, what was it? I think it was uh, Splash Mountain. 
thing popped open, and then, like, I had, that's why, I, for the most part, I have to hold him directly by the leg so it doesn't, like, slide out. That's awesome. Like, earlier, earlier in the year, or not earlier in the year, last week, I went to a, um, my local comic book shop does this thing where they, uh, they have, like, a mall Santa, but instead of regular Santa, it's, like, a comic book character or something from pop culture, like, uh, Darth Vader or uh, Deadpool. And then I, we went to see Dead, uh, Darth Vader. I gave, I told him, uh, you know, take a selfie with it. I, gr- I gave it to him, and, like, his leg fell off. Right there in front of like a line of screaming children, I'm like oh man! You you ruined the illusion. Oh my god, John Jay is falling asleep. Sorry. <laughs> worst pod- John Jay, that's the worst podcast thing I ever heard. Sorry. Yawn. He just finds all this talk boring. That's all. I'm and not looking okay. like on this. We could finish. We could finish with a round table that's, of bodily that's functions. That's fine. I'll still have four and a half stars. <laughs> Man, I really want Paul Blart Mall Cop too. Somebody said. That's, that that out. that's actually yeah. coming out. Yeah, that's why oh, yeah, I said, I saw said it. You know, the Little yeah. House on the Prairie is making a movie. They're making a movie, Little House on the Prairie, next year. Really? Oh, is Ben Stiller going to play? Uh, what's your face? I hope. Is it a remake thing, or is it like a sequel, or what? I, I, all I saw was that on the Sony hacks, they released the movie, <clears throat> all the titles that are coming out, and one of them was Little House on the Prairie. That's all I saw. Oh, that sounds delicious. Is it like, huh, I wonder if it's going to be like a comedy kind of thing, like Brady Bunch? you know? Yeah. I hope. No. I'd rather see Oregon Trail. Oh, that's yes. a movie. I'd rather see uh, a version of Captain N, the Game Master. I'd rather uh, die of dysentery. Nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Captain N returning. Live action. Little Duel. kid. Popping his Wii U. He's talking uh, Mega Man still because Mega Man. Get out of my house, Captain N. I'm just trying to save the video game world. Get out. But uh, Chris Pratt pray, plays Captain N. Hey, guy, take back control of your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> He's still messaging Sonny. <laughs> so, so yeah, how's that going? Not going good. Sunny Watch, 14. So, Mike, what have you been looking at in the WWE Network? Stop. <laughs> Everything. How's that for it? Good. That's a good answer. You know, the WWE Network's only nine ninety nine a month? Yeah, I know. I've had it since it came out. Yeah. So. You know, it doesn't give you just access to backlogs of old pay-per-views. Oh, it gives you access to live events. <laughs> You know, he, he uh, this is no joke, he does this stuff all the time when we're talking. You just go into a random ramble and promote things. <laughs> and if you order now, you can see the Royal <laughs> <sighs> Oh, boy. There ain't man over the top row. Every man for himself, we get the chance, let's go. <laughs> I just want to know what Guy Hutchison's doing right now. I'm, I'm messaging Sonny. What you... I knew it! <laughs> <laughs> we're having... Having a little back and forth. I got a resolution. Should to be some up and down. A little <laughs> bit of the in and out. <laughs> okay, uh, this, what? Jim DeSantis, did you tell us an answer to anything? Uh, wait, <laughs> yes. 20, I, I answered everybody else's. Uh, I got married in 2014, so that was good. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Yay. That was pretty early 2014, though, right? Uh, October. Yeah, that's pretty early. 
<laughs> that was like a long time ago. The fourth quarter, but Maybe you know. keep the conversation going. Twenty fifteen. I'm I'm I'm, uh, I'm curious about the Star Wars movie. Am I the only person? No. no. Oh, Yay. no. Thank you. I mean, it's all of us. There's two people. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm Black Stormtrooper. I mean, I'm not a Star Wars guy, but I'm, I might go see it. Mike, how old are you? How old are you, Mike? Twenty-seven. Oh, okay, you're a Jar Jar Binks then. I get it. <laughs> no, no. Uh, um, I just I never. My history with Star Wars is the first one I ever saw was Episode One. Oh, and then no. I saw, that's what I'm talking about. Then, no, then I saw the the um, the first ever Star Wars movie. Uh, which one is that? I can't remember the four. Subtitle. That was the fourth one. Uh, that was a New yeah, Hope. But, uh, uh, I watched that one. Went, uh, yeah, that's a lot better than what I saw. And then I gave up. <laughs> why, why, Margaret? We're all going to need some counseling after this. Yeah, you, you under, yeah, do you understand? Like, do you understand though why, like you know, people like me who are in their forties love that movie? Though, do you get oh, it? Yeah. yeah, totally. I mean, I like the first Star Wars movie. So, all right. Yeah, I just, I'm, I'm, always, I'm just on the fence. I'm okay with. I'm, I'm, I'm excited with JJ being the director, though. I think that's going to be. Whoa, JJ. I would go see that movie. I would go see that movie. I, I'm, I'm really excited for J. Jonah Jameson to direct Star Wars. That's <laughs> <laughs> just like Jimmy Walker. Jimmy Jameson Stormtroopers. <laughs> the Death Star blew up like it was Dino Mine. <laughs> <laughs> that makes, that makes well, sense that they had the Black Stormtrooper now. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> what was he doing out there in Tatooine? <laughs> If JJ Walker's still around, he's around. He is. I saw him. Uh, he'll come on the show. <laughs> he would he come. Wants, he's he's Skywalker. Right. He's free. He's got to be doing nothing right now. The I, I, most I lied. recent news article I can find about him was in in 2012. <laughs> can we, can yeah. we see his black box? Guy, I don't think you should work on Sony. <laughs> well, yeah, I might get my windows confused and say the wrong thing. Just Sunny. I, I uh, actually talked about my age. I'm 26, not 27 yet. I'm jumping the gun here. Makes sense. Yeah. birthday is in two weeks. So yeah, my birthday is in three weeks. Thanks, but no. By the time this podcast comes out. Uh, true. By the time it's over. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you said all cards. Well, we're just we're waiting on ending podcast. Sunny is not coming. Oh, oh. oh. Uh, I think I have to pay. Don't go blue. Don't go blue. Guy, hey guy, I found Jimmy Walker online. His phone number is available. For seven dollars, he will move in with you for six months <laughs> <laughs> and do whatever you want. You can have, oh, like, a six-month podcast right there. Right. Then you got to pay twenty dollars for him to leave. <laughs> do you remember when Gary Coleman was selling his stuff on eBay, like spatulas and stuff? Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if anybody remembers this, but it happened, like, ten years ago. I Gary totally Coleman, like, sold stuff on eBay saying, hey, this is, uh, I'll sign it, like, a spatula from his drawer. I'm not kidding. It was, was all this the ghost of stuff. Gary Coleman? It was, like, ten years ago. This is like when he got fired from the uh, security gig. Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. And here's the thing. If you got a good enough deal, like let's say you get a really nice spatula for $3 with this. I bid on it. <laughs> right. But here's the deal. Do you do you save that? Or you're like, shit, that's a nice spatula. I'll just use it. <laughs> you know? Like, I would use Gary Coleman's spatula. <laughs> uh, 
Every time you flip a burger. What you talking about, burger? What you talking about, burger? <laughs> Every time. Now, Mike, do you know who Gary Coleman is? I am not that young. Come on. <laughs> uh, Tim Leibarger, Vince Coleman. Vince Coleman? Is he, what, what about him? Is he playing... I had his 1980. I had his 85 Fleer traded card. Was that the one with the uh, the wood background around uh, it? Yeah, it was 87 tops. He was in the workout uh, workout gear. No, upper deck came out in that in that year too. That was like the weird upper deck cards. cards went down what about the OPG? That was Canadian tops. Remember when OPG pretended to be uh, something? That was a great song. No Bowman. But wasn't it Bowman had Bowman. the cards on? Flair. Flair. Oh, yeah, that's right. They were the, uh, one of them was Opeachy. They were the the tops from Canada. And, or was it the other way around? Bowman was like a, a tops version. Opeachy might have been Donruss. I don't know. Yeah, they might have been Donruss. Weren't it's, they it's, the ones with the lenticular, like, uh, pick two pictures on one card? I don't know. It's been too long. No, yeah, you know, but you know, tops had the rookies, like you know, they had the rookie cards, so they say rookies on them, like all, and you'd be so excited, and I would collect them like crazy, <laughs> and you'd have all these crappy like cards. I had like, that's where I got the Greg Swindell, like I had all these like uh, the Johnny Manziel, the Johnny Manziels of today. <laughs> I love your mention of Greg Swindell. Seriously, that guy was like he was going to be the next best thing. Seriously, he really I was. Remember, I remember collecting all of his stuff when I was a kid, and then it turned into. The, a big pile of cardboard. <laughs> I remember collecting a lot of Hippolita Pena uh, stuff because <laughs> I thought Hippolita Pena was going to be really big. You're the one that said Vince Coleman that sidetracked this conversation, so. Hippolita Pen- Pena was going to be really good, but he then I feel, went I feel like I'm being cursed. Let me let me look up Hippolita. Hippolita Pena. Hippolita Pena. He's the first Hippolita to come up when you search. You, you uh, think? You think so? He's a former professional baseball pitcher, pitched in three seasons, eighty-six to eighty-eight. Rookie for, for the Pirates and the Yankees. Hippolita. He's related to somebody famous. Hold what, on, let me what see. What hat did he choose for the Hall of Fame? <laughs> <laughs> he, he's related to him. with the stars on it. Hired <laughs> one with the stars. He's related to Hippolyta uh, Punk. Uh, <laughs> now let's talk about the Titanic. Anyway, so it sank. Oh no! <laughs> Titanic sank. Um, I have a book called Eight Hundred Eighty-Eight and a Half Amazing Facts About the Titanic. Oh, nice. Yeah, I don't know why it's called a half. But they have a joke in there somewhere about it. Is it you know, the Titanic is so funny. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> it's okay to laugh about it now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not too soon anymore. <laughs> hey, pause. How's it going? Two, three, four. <laughs> you talking to the famous guy, Hutchinson? Pause now? Yeah. This is, so, well, so this is the Jordan Haas podcast. Uh, so we can talk about this week before it's we close ghost. up. Greg Cohen, any last words before before we disconnect one um, at a time? Have a safe, happy, and healthy 2015. Uh, my my sincerest apologies to you for being on the show. Uh, <laughs> next, Bravo Hera. I, I, can I, I, what can I say? My apologies <laughs> to you as well. 
<laughs> Accepted. Hippolita Pena, we have no time. Uh, <laughs> Jordan Haas. Uh, hashtag, hashtag. Uh-huh. That's, that's not a thing, but okay. Hashtag Yumbo. Yeah. Hashtag Yumbo it out. Yumbo. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm going with hashtag white box. <laughs> Andrew Morris, does everybody still poop in 2015? Well, I'm I'll get back with you on that. <laughs> Jonathan Navarro, <laughs> what what do you have to say? The Cheerio B. What do you have to say to the dear departed soul of the Cheerio B in a dumpster somewhere wishing you had spent more time together in 2014? Enough for a picture, but then throw me away. Right. Ah. Oh, he beats me. <laughs> Tim Leibarger, please guide us. Guide you? Give us I'm some on, of your... I am currently on uh, Guide my sword. break for another week, and so if you want to call me in about a week, I would be glad to guide you. For right now, <laughs> I'm a little busy uh, playing RBI baseball. What's the final score? Uh, Ten to six, because I was distracted by the excellent <laughs> conversation, and I kept missing these ground balls a second. I wonder if Hippolita Pena might be on that game. Wait, wait, wait. Guy, I'm I'm changing my adult film name now. It's Ground Balls. <laughs> <laughs> Not fruit by the foot anymore. Mike. Ground Balls. Yes. Do you feel you've had adequate time? Um, I just I want to point out, and this has nothing to do with adequate time, that I received a phone call during this podcast, <laughs> and then it immediately hung up on it on me. So, hi to my uh, good friend, Rachel. I love you, and thank you for telling me that your stomach can accidentally call my phone. I'm not sure how this works. <laughs> it was squeaky chair. So... <laughs> All right. That's was it a weird. wrong number? Maybe she was asking for ground balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Greg Swindell of this podcast. She was asking for the ghost of, of Ground Balls. Our happy right. New Year. I almost threw in a ho ho ho. No, you should yeah. pop your mouth like that guy in the fifties. Uh, What's that waiter? He used to pop his mouth all the time in all those movies. I can't remember his name. Yeah. Thank you. Only guy. What, what did he do? He He's like know. pop his mouth. Oh, like a ho ho Ground Ball. No, he would do no. Like he'd he'd say, you'd uh, say, oh, I want to, you know, I want more soup, and he'd be like, oh, right away. He'd punch oh, like, back away. his mouth. I'm not kidding. That's oh. what made him famous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, listen, I can't say ground balls with a straight face and my finger in my mouth too. <laughs> it's too creepy. It's weird. Well, That's right. what she said. Well, uh, I'm going to list this show as special guest Sunny. And no one else listening. <laughs> and Co-hosted by DJ Qual. Hashtag Yumbo. Uh, right. Well, this uh, is rude. We'll see you all in 2015. No. Okay. No. Bye, everybody. I guess I can't wrap it up. Good night, what everybody. What, what more do you need? <laughs> You've taken our soul. I don't know about you, but I had a great time. <laughs> it was a blast. <laughs> All right. That's it. All right, everybody.
Okay. You guys are all the best. This will be up tomorrow. Thank God. Some people may listen to it. (laughs) Oh, no. Goodbye, Craig. Goodbye, Andrew. Goodbye, Mike. Goodbye, John. Goodbye, Rob. Goodbye, Jordan. Goodbye, Tim. Goodbye, Mike. Goodbye, Jonathan. Goodbye, Moan. Goodbye. Thank you. It's like Romper Room. (laughs) Did you say Mike twice? Bye, Mike. There was, goodbye, I Moan. sent it by to my own microphone. I do oh. that at the end of every show. This is like the nine-person version of, no, you hang up. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. Still <laughs> House of the Prairie. Good night. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Good night, John Boy.